Trying to get uh, myself situated here. We're a little late. Squeezer and I were at Freedom High School, the home of the made famous with Young Rock, Freedom Patriots. Um, doing ba Patriots basketball, Squeezer. Young Rock. Yeah. Made, the, made the school famous. Did, uh, when's that out? Mondays? Tuesdays. Tuesdays? Yeah. So it was, that was last night then? Yes. How was the second one? It's great. Good show. Yeah? It's a wonderful show. Right. I watched the first one. You did? Yeah. What'd you think? <clears throat> ah, we'll see. Maybe I'll give it another shot. I I mean, you probably, it's you might the, not I, love The Rock yeah, the way I do. I do. It, it's not, it has nothing to do with The Rock. It's the sitcom thing. Like the it just doesn't. I don't know. It's not really sitcommy. It feels like it. If, if it just, it feels like I don't know. It felt like they were forcing a few laughs in there. Yeah, well, they have to kind of do that to to be a sitcom. But you know, where, where was be where, where was the Bethlehem Pride when he was the Beast of Bethlehem? I'm 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 from Whitehall. That was at the other side of the river. Yeah, but now we. My dad didn't like leaving town, so that was like. Light yeah, well, away. we only went to Bethlehem for Christmas when I was kids, but now we go there every fucking day. You went to Bethlehem for Christmas, too? Man. Yeah. The Christmas season, not like Christmas Day proper. Yeah. It is yeah. The, no, no, I guess. My you. mom would want to see the puts, which is a weird term for the Jesus manger. Yeah, yeah. And then yep. she'd want to walk up and down the street and stop at Moravian Bookstore and the Irish shit place and... Oh, that jazz! Yeah, my we my we did that. Well, most my mom and me never. And, like, she would take me to go see like when you said puts, like that's also what you would refer to as like when the little train setups. So like she took me to this like oh there's a little puts at a church thinking it's gonna be like a train and it's like nope it's baby Jesus. Yeah. And then the nice little lady was nice enough to go in like the phone book and look up like trains nearby. No, I think I was much older than I needed to be. I think she it was more for her, like holding on to her little boy. Okay, well that's cute. Yeah. That's adorable. But cool. uh yeah, Bethlehem um I wasn't even I never went to the famous Bethlehem Music Fest until I was in high school. Uh my grandparents took us. Now and then, uh, you know, I started working and now I spend every god living minute there. Yes. No, but we uh, work in Bethlehem. Uh, we are there every fucking day. And uh, we are at Freedom Tonight, the yeah. home of the rock. I, does it, I don't know. I, I was looking for it. I'm like, yeah, there, it, there are some vibes there. 
with the the Australian set that they used to free Freedom High School. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, not not even the high school. No, but like the apartments. Like there, there's neighborhoods that are you know. Yeah. Close enough. They did a really quick drone shot of Bethlehem too. Did they? I I didn't even. Yeah, it was really Beth- quick. I mean, yeah, but that's probably uh, it's recent because it. Well, of course it's recent. It's not like they had a drone shot from thirty years ago. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, the place has changed a little bit. There's a, because I I know for a fact there's a big factory that doesn't work anymore. Also, um, a giant skyscraper that's no longer part of the skyline. Oh yeah, that's gone too. Um, the factory is still there though. They just have asbestos to... filled glory. The factory. Yeah, they can just uh, just put some yeah. uh, CGI some soot and right carcinogens into the air. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, Billy Joel wrote a song. Uh, living here in Allentown isn't about Allentown. It's really about Bethlehem, but it didn't rhyme. So, and Bethlehem is really part of the greater Allentown area, essentially. Allentown, Bethlehem, yeah. East in the ABE area. So it all works. Yes. It's our town. We call it now the Lehigh Valley. Yeah, it's just one. It, it's this it, kind of like what the East Coast is. We're just a smaller version of that. Like it's a little megalopolis. No, it's like of... when you're in Philadelphia, but it's when you live in Philadelphia, it's not just Philadelphia. You're in Fishtown, yeah. Brewery Town, you know, yeah. uh, or University City. Same with Manhattan, mm-hmm. you know. Man, you know, even like people in like Conshohocken, they'll be like, oh, yeah, Philly. Like, no, you're not. Yeah, right. But they try. Right. Uh, but exactly. That's exactly what what I mean. But it's a little different because, yeah, you're all this Leah Valley. It's really close it's yeah there are there's physical there, there's geography that can you know determine it yes to an extent with our very large mountain range that you know shields us from the outside world mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but uh yeah the young rock is what did you think of wandavision on friday uh where photon got her powers or whatever name yes thing. uh yeah oh that was it was awesome go with i wasn't yeah i'm i'm uh i don't know i was pretty i was pretty hyped on seeing hank mccoy or or uh i i last week i'm sorry last year i said astrophysicist is aerospace engineer is what i what i meant Eh, smart smart person is what i meant to say yeah smart person Mm. um yeah that yeah that would have been cool that i'm not gonna lie that was kind of a little bit of a let down let down Just a, a major with a, a tank. A nobody with a tank, yeah. The yeah. tank couldn't even get through Wanda's thing. Yeah, and then it becomes nothing. It's kind of like you didn't even need to do all that. She could have just walked through it herself. But, <clears throat> but then... yeah, I, I want to see where they go with it because if it's like, I, I, I thought it would be if this is the way mutants get their powers, are they going to explain it that way or is it going to be a, I mean, it has to be multiverse thing. I mean, it's setting it up. Yeah, because the the movie this leads into is called the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. So, even though Tom Holland is still swearing that Andrew Garfield and what's his name are not Tobey Maguire are not in the next Spider Man movie, which well is, he doesn't he doesn't spoil things. Yeah, well, that not, was cute. not anymore. See that? Yeah, the the, the yeah. fake names, phone home and home slice. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, I mean, she—it's it's a called... slightly different way for her to get her powers because didn't Rambo? It was—it was radiation. It's always radiation. 
Yeah. Initially, right? Space radiation. Space radiation. Um, but uh, and hey, isn't sorry? Am I wrong though? That is doesn't uh, Agatha Harkness have some relation to Fantastic Four? Yes. Also, I wasn't a big Fantastic Four fan. Also, so. Doctor Strange though. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, that makes sense then. Everyone still thinks it's Mephisto. But. Fantastic Four kind of have relations with everybody, though. Mm, that's sure. why. That's why they had to like when they made the deal with Fox. It was like, okay, who are because like Galactus goes across a lot of heroes, but okay, mainly Fantastic Four. So mm-hmm. Silver Surfer and Galactus are part of Fantastic Four. Doctor Doom, he does fight with other groups, but he's mainly Fantastic Four. <clears throat> I don't know if Agatha Harkness was part of the Fox deal or not. I don't know. That's something we could probably, someone's probably answered that on the internet somewhere. Mm-hmm. Did you read the story on Sunday, February 21st, American Airlines flight 2292 flying from Cincinnati to Phoenix? Apparently spotted something in the sky you don't want to see when you're on the ground, let alone the air. A UFO. Yeah, I, I saw the headline just as I was, I was actually about to read it. When you're that's when you text me. It's like ready. I'm like oh, okay. Yeah. I I'll just pass off the aliens until next time. Yeah. Uh, the pilot of the plane was recorded as reporting the object by a local radio interceptor. In a series of updates to Boeing, Boeing, American Airlines at first couldn't confirm the authenticity of the recording, but later revealed it did come from one of their planes and pilots. Do you have any targets up here? The pilot asked in the recording. We just had something go right over top of us. I hate to say it, but it looked like a long cylindrical object that almost looked like a cruise missile type of thing, moving really fast right over the top of us. As the news began to spread, American Airlines said in a statement, following a debrief with our flight crew and additional information received, we can confirm this radio transmission was from the the flight on February 21st. Any additional questions on this, we encourage you to reach out to the FBI. So, Mulder, Scully, any thoughts? You know what? It would make sense. Yeah. Like, tw- like, yeah, it's 2021's biggest hold my beer moment. It could possibly just... Sure. Hey, we got <laughs> aliens. Uh... And then, hey, they'll either... They'll solve all our problems one way or the other. They'll make everything better, or they just vaporize us into dust. So, yeah, true. So December's most recent COVID-19 relief bill uh, from the United States Congress started a 180-day countdown towards the release of information about UFOs. What? Oh, yeah, you didn't hear about that? No. Yeah, yeah, that's – so we have, uh, like, I think it's, like, April. We'll – they're going to tell us about – April or May. Yeah, like, they have to – well – Look, they're like, you have to tell us all about UFOs, just like they tell us about all the other stuff. So right. they'll give us some scraps, stuff that'll amount to nothing, but all the real shit, there is any real shit, which I'm sure there's real shit. Um, and I'm sure they have to be like, oh, it's classified for national security purposes. Because, yeah, a lot of alien shit really June is. June 25th. That we use to blow up. Okay. Oh, that's right. I was even thinking about this. We should do an alien episode that week. Oh, yeah. That'd Retro be good. Retro aliens. Aliens. Yeah, I like where your head's at. 
I yeah, like thanks. where your head's at, Squeezer. That's. Um, I, I, I was taking a brisk walk today. I'm like, you know what? That's a clever idea, Squeezer. And I patted myself in the back. Hmm. Um, what else is going on? Oh, Beavis and Butthead, Do America sequel is coming to Paramount+. Plus. I figured there had to be a reason Beavis and Butthead were on all those Super Bowl promos. Yeah. I feel... That, that that was odd. I, I, I don't know. I I feel like no matter what they do, they have they have the longest road ahead of them. Mm -hmm. The CBS Paramount streaming service. I mean, it's existed for over a year already. It has, but and they canceled like one of the best things on it, the the Jordan Peele Twilight Zone. Oh, that got canceled. Yep. Oh, that sucks. I mean, I didn't watch it, but that sucks. I like the idea of it. Uh, I, I just feel like, it, yeah, it's been around how long, and Peacock kind of just, like, just stepped right in. Did well, his thing. Peacock, and then they signed with the WWE. And yeah, Peacock, I don't think anyone signed up for Peacock, but then they're automatically going to get all these subscribers with the WWE Network. That's good because then they just show their advertisers. Hey, look at all these subscribers we got. Now they can charge more for advertising because they sell ads. And well, that's the other thing too. You give people something for free. You know they're like drug dealers. It's a good move. Whereas, like I'll, I'll watch anything on Peacock if you. I'll watch it for free, and then you, I get a taste and like, oh, I'll take a little bit more. I'll give. I'll do it and watch ads for five bucks. Oh, and I get wrestling too? Sure, I'll do that. But right off the bat, it's like, oh, I want to watch a bunch of CBS shows, and uh, you got that one Star Trek show, but I got to give you money? Nah. Yeah. They, um, they've got, they, I think they all have a long road ahead of them. I mean, they can't all be Disney Plus. Uh, that, I mean, that's pretty much all I got. And uh, goings on in the world, squeeze. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I think the fact that I think the UFOs is a pretty big one. That I don't know why that's not. I don't know. Why that's not? I, I, I want to believe. I want to believe. <laughs> so I, I got a call today. Um, you didn't see it, but uh, it was some some guy selling an insurance. And I was mm -hmm. macho oh, man, really? and I kept him for like six minutes. I was like, "You, what you thinking, brother? What are you trying to sell me, man?" He's like, "He's like, what's this Indian accent?" He's like, "What? Uh, you have any ailments?" I'm like, "Fit as a fiddle, even after eating all them slim jims, brother." And I'm not doing my macho man is <laughs> the best, but he's like, "Do you have a spouse?" <laughs> I'm like, "Ms. Liz, we've been married since 1991. SummerSlam 91 match made in heaven, match made in hell. I got down on one knee and said, Liz, will you marry me?" <laughs> and he go, he said, he said, "I sound like, have I ever played the game Taken? I sound like a guy on Taken four or five, or I couldn't, I didn't know what the hell he was talking about." I was like, "Don't know what you're saying, brother. I ain't never taken nothing." <laughs> Tekken. I guess. 
That was fun, though. Yeah! Oh. Thank you. At, at what point, what, how long did it take? At what point did he finally just hang up? 6.40, he just laughed finally and hung up. Oh. Well, yeah, you know what? It was probably better than getting yelled at. He's like, yeah. Yeah, at least I made this guy's day. <laughs> Let me tell you something, brother. You can't sell the Macho Man insurance. Nuh-uh, I don't need it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's the way. We just start calling people like we are telemarketers and uh, give them the opportunity to just vent. Oh, yeah. yeah. What do you got to tell me? I'm the Macho Man. I'm here to hear your stories. <laughs> and, hey, if someone wants to give me the routing number, what the hey? <laughs> yeah. You know? Do you want to uh, give me those Bitcoins now? How do you have Bitcoin, Grandma? <laughs> uh, I, I see my my Grandma could do something like that. She's like, oh, I'm like, Grandma, how'd you spend your weekend? Well, I read a few books. I watched uh, the Father Dowling Mysteries on our television, uh, and I bought $3 million in Bitcoin. What? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's huge. Haven't you heard of it? <laughs> Bitcoin. All right, so we've discussed everything we need to discuss, and uh, we are now, it's another high-concept show, as I like to call them. Uh, We are talking about stories from sleepovers in our youth, and it might sound a little childish. You might see this, eh, it's a little childish. I don't want to hear about that, but listen, this ain't no child. Yeah, okay, some of them were childish, but sleepovers from the time you were a kid till the time you even when high school, you're like, okay, oh, they stay over tonight because mm-hmm. you wanted to cause mischief as a group. <laughs> yes. It was all about staying up as late as you can, eating all types of junk food, and doing things that you normally aren't allowed to do and, get, and, and hoping to not get in trouble. Yeah. Or just, or do just silly dumb shit that you could have done all day. But instead, you just sat around and watched TV and played video games. And right, now there it's was night, so now yeah. you're going to be active. There was always so much more fun. Yes, we were little monsters who came alive at night and decided to destroy the neighborhood. Or not really, but have fun and um, have fun. I went first last week. You, my friend, are the number one uh, pick goer this week. So without further ado, everybody, here is the first story from Squeezers Sleepover. Tales. They live in the dark. Radical dude. And they only come out when it's time to eat. New Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles pasta from Chef Boyardee. Delicious pasta shaped like Leonardo, Donatello, Raphael, and Michelangelo. Turtle power! I've told you, you can only have your turtles in the kitchen. New Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles pasta. Why, thank goodness for Chef Boyardee. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one well, who I'm went not... back to the well with clips. <laughs> I, I had to go with that one. One, because they didn't make commercials for sleeping bags. They should have. Two, they, they really should have. They would have sold more sleeping bags. Yeah. And, I mean, they made a commercial for the damn Snuggie. Why wouldn't you have a commercial for a Ninja Turtle sleeping bag? That was more of an infomercial. That was an as-seen-on-TV product. Oh, all right. Uh, Well, you can have a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles infomercial. That'd be great. And uh, also, I went with this one just because that voice is so creepy. The like, I I don't know. It it was somewhere between like haunting and sexy. 
hmm. selling you uh, turtle noodles and uh, marinara sauce. Nothing like being a kid. I wouldn't and even call it that. Just warm ketchup. <laughs> being hungry and scared with an erection at the same time. <laughs> well, I remember my first... I, I'm starting off real early and sweet here. Um, and it was my first sleeping bag that I remember. And it was... No. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles sleep... I know. Uh, sleeping bag. And uh, it was the 1988 one, which means it preceded the movies... But the cartoon had st already begun, and the toy line had just launched. So they were still trying to find their identity. So they're kind of drawn. It, it's kind of cool looking, because they're kind of drawn like they were for the comics. Their eye, they were, It was a little darker. They were angrier. But they were also sporting the purple, blue, orange, and red. Right, so like you would expect when you would see like this image, you almost expect it to be just like the solid red, you know, red all around. Well, that was something but, that came out from the toy line. So they they the guy who decided to license them from Laird and Eastman decided mm -hmm. when he made launched the toy line decided he had you you can't just sell one turtle, you got to sell four since they all look the same. Yeah. So he gave them each their own distinctive color, and then he put their initial on their belt. So if their initials oh, on their brilliant move, <laughs> there you go. And if they're if they're if the colors and the initials on their belt, that was post that that came with the toy line licensing. Yeah. So this this was somewhere in between, um, and also it's a sleeping bag, so it's up to the you know there's an artist's. Uh, interpretation how could how could I see this too. bastard? What could I Google? Uh, just Google, uh, TMNT 1988 sleeping bag. So, yeah, it, it's kind of like, it's kind of in between, you know, like they don't have their actual like belts, like you would see like with the toys or like in the cartoons, they're just like have like a sash, you know, and just the way it's drawn, it's very reminiscent. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. This, this was the image that was comics. on every piece of merch. That came out in, in like like a drugstore, like like you know those um, tablets that you draw on, you lift the film and it disappears. Oh yeah. Like like everything, every little gadget and doodad like that had this. I felt like it had this artwork now. Mhm. Mm yeah. Early on, by like eighty nine ninety, you started getting more of the cartoony, um, more the pupil pupil eyes on TV, softer faces. Yeah. 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 Much more, much more pleasant. Like, like a after after this time period, you never saw like Michelangelo make like uh, any kind of grim face. Right. You know, in fact, the only one that like would would be Raph. Sometimes Leo might be a little stern, but well, for the most <coughs> part, they were always after this. It was like you know, they were happy-go-lucky, friendly turtles. That Leonardo you know, leads weapons. So. You know. And Donatello does machines. Raphael's mm -hmm. cool, but brute. I got and Michelangelo of, is a party dude. Speaking of uh, the turtles' toys, I got this book that I pre-ordered a long time ago, and it is fucking great. It's called Rad Plastic by Chris Fawcett. It is an entire visual uh, history of every Ninja Turtles action figure and toy that has ever existed. It's this massive. 
massive. Holy shit. That's the. It's got to be like the Atlas Shrugged of. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Books. It is a massive book. And I, I pre ordered it forever, and he kept giving updates. And he's just like, it's sorry, it's taking longer. <clears throat> then, uh, then I imagine. How many pages is that? Um, is it like a coffee table book? Like, like, like yeah. an artwork book? Yes. Oh, that's sexy. It is. Fuck. There is. Not page numbers. Oh, well, I'm sorry, they're at the bottom. Uh, it's 400 plus pages. 400. Mm, Holy 400 shit. 400 pages, yeah. 400 pages. That is impressive. Yeah. And he, he dug deep. He's got molds. He's got prototypes. He's got card backings. He's got who who sketched the figure, who molded it. I mean, this is a great... I'm going to go an in-depth dive on YouTube with this. Oh, that's really cool. Book, but... Yeah, definitely. He, uh, can, you bring, can you bring... I want to see that. Can you bring that in? I'm not your little grubby paws touch my nice book. You can hold it up and show. You can read it to me like a kindergarten teacher. <laughs> you could, you could, you could sit on your desk, and I guarantee you, you'll have at least five or six of us from the office. We'll all sit uh, on the floor, crisscross applesauce style. Crisscross applesauce style, because you know, take one more thing away from the Native Americans. Like, oh, it's crisscross applesauce now. They're like, what the fuck? We had our own way to sit, and you took that from us too. You took our land. You took our sitting. <laughs> Um, yes, but that, I just wanted to interject that book, Chris Fawcett, Rad Plastic. It is pretty freaking cool. Oh, that's awesome. Cause I mean, it, it's, I would say it, it's up there as far as like the number, the variety that they produced. Oh yeah. Is yeah. What they, was impressive. And they didn't like do the Kenner method where they skimped out and just repainted the same mold no. over and over and over. There was like new molds constantly. Mm -hmm. No, and and the packaging, not not the packaging itself, but the weapons you would normally get. Like you didn't just get a figure; you got a decent arsenal with each and every one. Mm -hmm. you know? A lot of and, those and were a lot of them repeated. A lot of them were some some were some weren't. Like each one, um, especially as years went by, they just they would just make it a different color. Especially like the first round, you would get the, they were all brown, and then they would start pumping out the like the, the metallic looking, like gray. Of the same thing, like how many trash can lids can you have? Yeah. Well, you're like, oh, this guy needs a trash can lid. Like, didn't we mold one for that other guy back then? Just throw that one in. Yeah. Yeah, and then they and then they found a bunch of them laying around. They're like, oh, what do we do with all these trash can lids? Like. Let's make ECW figures, and we can put them in the packaging. That right? was San Francisco Toy Maker Squeezer. Yes, I know it was. It was just a joke, James. Well, I'm here to ruin your joke. Don't be snickety with me. I will be snickety. Well, I ruined my joke. It wasn't funny. Oh, I want. Okay, tell us more about your cute little first sleepover in your turtle bag. <laughs> Uh, well, it wasn't even my first sleepover, but this this was my first sleeping bag. And when you got it, um, you would want to have your own little sleepover. But, like, I wasn't allowed, you know, I was a little young yet. I wasn't allowed downstairs just yet. So you just laid a sleeping bag on your bed and then sleep in your Ninja Turtle sleeping bag on the bed on top of your Ghostbuster sheets. Uh, it was a uh, licensing uh, entrepreneur's dream come true. Um 
Oh, alongside all the NASCAR stuff that my dad had for me. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think there isn't wasn't a single thing in my room that didn't have some kind of logo plastered on it. Nor should anyone be deprived of that. No, no. But uh, if it came to a survival situation, you're better off just covering yourself in some leaves. Uh, these really did nothing uh, as far as keeping you warm. Not really, no. Or anything. They were meant but to lay they, they were... on the floor of your living room, not go camping yeah. with. Yeah, and, and, and as far as, like, and like padding. Like, it was, you might as well, you're better off just laying on the carpet. Or actually just laying on top of it. The dual layer would help. Also, I, 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 I got hot feet, so I like to vent. Hmm. Yeah. I would never... Are, are you a full zip-up sleeping bag kind of kid? Oh, or? hell yeah. Oh, God, no. I would even... I would completely open it. So it's basically just a a, a folded blanket. Like, uh no. I feel trapped. I didn't like it. Not like when we would... Uh, when I was a little older, like when you're like 9, 10 and having sleepovers and you're being dumb. And finally, a sleeping bag has a use where you put it over your head... And you have worm wars where everyone just runs around the living room with a sleeping bag over their head and just kind of crash into each other. Sounds like Nightcrawlers. For Charlie plays with Frank. <laughs> uh, kind of. <laughs> uh, uh, word of advice, if you're going to do that, have one kid sit out. So, you know, you just their job is to stand in front of the TV. So you don't knock the TV over. Mm. That's pretty much it. Gotcha. Pretty sure I got concussed playing that. But, you know, you're 10, so a concussed 10-year-old is much different than a 10-year-old. That is true. That is true. Uh, so how many sleepovers did this uh, turtle bag make? I don't remember. Because here's, here's the beauty of it. I have so I had so many sleeping bags because it was, it's the perfect, like, grandparents' gift. They're like, oh, he like like my parents would say, oh, he's into fucking Ghostbusters this year, oh, he likes Jurassic Park now or whatever, and so they hear that, so they just buy the thing that they see right. of the you know, and if you're lucky, it is of that particular brand. That's why I had so many um, uh, uh, Ghostbusters, um, Ghostbusters. I had my. Uh, I don't remember what my first. Why am I drawing the blank here? I want to say Funimation, but that's the new ones. The um. Oh, you mean fuck. Filmation. Filmation. Thank you, Funimation. That's. <laughs> eh, I started watching Dragon Ball. I don't yeah, know what so. the hell you were talking about. Um, you just went dead air, and I, I was like, "All right, yeah, I'll talk." I was drawing a blank. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I'm trying to think. Thank you for somewhat saving me. Um, that that's why I got so many Filmation Ghostbusters because. They were told that I liked Ghostbusters. Right. So I got all the Filmation Ghostbusters toys. Well, and so every year you would get a basically you got a fresh sleeping bag every year, like at Christmas because they were on the shelves. My uh, my grandparents got me my Hulk Hogan sleeping bag, uh, which was my go-to until my uncle, who often bought us a more adult presents. My uncle Mike, he was rich. He bought us like proper like. Uh, like olive and light green, like army surplus, but they were like a 
maybe Coleman brand sleeping bags. Yeah. That was, was like a... the flannel lined. Yeah, but it was like a green. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. flannel. It was green, I think. But it, it was like a, okay. a like a yeah. darker green. It's not instead of an olive green outside. But that was the sleeping bag mm-hmm. that would get doused in Polo Sport in a few years that I told about on a Ew. few episodes ago. Sleeping bags. Not a, such a big part of. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, I grew up and I got my own Marlboro sleeping bag from my dad. <laughs> And that, but that thing was warm, and it was free. It only cost him six years of his life. <laughs> yeah, but didn't he have to trade? What brand did he smoke? Winston? No, he smoked Winston's. Yeah, so yeah, that's he was what I said. And so he had to trade his Winston points for his Marlboro points. Yeah, I don't know how that worked. I don't know what the exchange rate was. <laughs> uh, I, I, don't, I don't know if Bush Light had if they did like Bush Light pull tabs or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they had like Pepsi points. Your dad drank Bush Light. Uh, yep. Bush Lights found like Bush some Light. new found fame on the internet. Bush Latte, they call it. Oh God, yeah. I remember that was the first beer I ever tasted, because it was sitting there on the. It, it was one of those the one of those life lessons. I'm like, mm-hmm. I want some. He's like, No, I want some. No, and then finally, like, I grabbed it. It's like, All right. And I took a sip and I spit it all over the floor. Yeah, my my grandfather drank straight. And, and look now, I don't now I don't drink. <laughs> right, my grandfather drank straight Bush, no light shit, and he drank it. He had this like tiny little white ceramic glass, and he'd he'd have his his beer there, and he'd pour it into the glass. He filled the glass. It was it was like a Dixie cup size glass. It wasn't big at all. And then he'd toss a little like a dash of salt into it. And he'd drink that with his saltine crackers and his roasted peanuts. That is some old... Holy shit, was he mummifying himself? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he never... He could drink all day and all night and never get drunk, though. He was a... Uh, um... Is that an old... Is that like an old adage? Like you add salt to it and you don't get like... No, I think that's how you like add passes. some some flavor to bush... Bush, okay. <laughs> yeah, so he yeah he drank just Bush and uh, uh, he'd buy it down at the Walmart in Florida when they when they would they were snowbirds eventually, and he'd go down. We I'd visit him and he thought the drinking age was eighteen, so he goes grab one for yourself. And me and my buddy <laughs> certainly did. <laughs> yeah, Bush thirty rat. Ugh. Uh, yes, but he would, that was his, his, he was always, my grandfather was a very proper man. Always a button down shirt, short sleeve mainly, sometimes long sleeve, tucked into slacks, like khaki slacks and penny loafers. So mm-hmm. the first time we went down to visit them in Fort Myers, it was my brother, uh, my sister and I, I was 11 at the time. And it was, I talked about this before. It was our trip to uh, one, one and only time I went to Disney World in my life. I mean, none of us liked it. So my dad was at a work convention in Orlando, but which is about, I don't know, four hours from Fort Myers. So we flew down there. He dropped us off at Fort Myers. He went to the convention. He came back and picked us up, and then we went to uh, uh, Disney World. So we're at um, my grandparents, and they take us to the beach. 
And my grandfather gets out in his short sleeve button down shorts, his dress sh- dress shorts, and his penny loafers with his black socks like pulled up to his knees. And my grandmother goes, Jimmy, you look like a horse's ass. You're not sitting with us. She made him sit up by the car. <laughs> wait, wait. Dress shorts? Yeah, like nice fancy sh- shorts, you know? Were, were, were they? Were, please tell me they were pleated. Oh, fuck yeah, they were pleated. <laughs> That's how my grandfather rolled. He watched the Weather Channel all day, and he talked on his ham radio all day. That's all he was into. Uh, I, I was going to say, I can't wait to be that that old guy that sits and watches the weather channel all day, but I'm all, I, I have been there since I was like nine years old. Like, fuck. It's entertaining. It's end of the world shit every day. It used to not be though. It used to not be. I, yeah. It, it was it used to be very, it was just the weather, nothing else. Matter of fact, nothing yeah. more, nothing less, just the weather. Um, but yeah, that's he, he wouldn't like what it's become. Oh no, he would. He'd probably Although watch. I will. A good storm. I do like putting on just like the NOAA uh, forecast that that automated compressed voice, just telling me what's gonna happen. Well, yeah, you didn't have a. We talked about this. You didn't have a weather radio in your house growing up. We we had a. No. Well, a, actually, I had I had a I had a police scanner that no, had a weather band. Yeah, they all have the weather band. But this was a straight up weather radio. It was like a box from Realistic, and it had a bar on it that you had to you could hit it to hear the way radio. But it went, when when you got a learning, I'm like, Rrr! and you have to go hit it, and it would trigger the the siren if you had a weather warning in your area, Lehigh County. If we had that weather radio in our house, that was how we got, and it had that voice, the NOAA, from the uh, National Weather Service in Mount Holly, New Jersey. Yeah, we don't live in a place, though, that really requires that. Yeah, but you didn't have a dad like, like there, there are There are places, I, I, oh, I believe me, it makes 100% sense, 100%, but yes, I get it. There are places in the country where, like, dude, that's not funny. We, that saved our life. Like, right. That's required. Um. Now, us around here, it's like, oh, we had a tornado touchdown. It's like a little, like, 0.5 little, like... And it's exciting. ...wind. Like, a, a couple a couple leaves, like, swirled in a circle for a little bit. And you're like, oh, my God, we had a tornado. What what got you more excited, uh, Squeezer? Finger of God. Um, uh, the tornadoes in, in uh, Twister or that uh, breakfast they ate in Twister? Yeah, it was... It was the breakfast. Jones Gravy is practically lie. your own food group. Its own food group. <laughs> the eggs, the giant steak, the giant T-bone, and that huge heaping oh, stop. Just stop. of mashed potatoes smothered, boy here. smothered all of that in gravy. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't had a true squeezer breakfast in three months. True squeezer oh, breakfast. Die for some biscuits and gravy right now, or <laughs> I would die with some biscuits and gravy. One, I'm not quite sure how that works. It would probably kill me. All right, well, I guess it's time to move on to my first pick. Oh my god, sorry, yeah. that was was that officially the most rambling pick of all time? Oh no, we've done way worse. Okay, good. Yeah. All right, here is my first pick. It pops like any other drink. It's 
this is like any other soft drink. But this cola is said to be different. It will give you a jolt of energy. Jolt has all the sugar and twice the caffeine of regular soft drinks. Put the uh, promotion on it indicated that you would really get a pickup from it, which you probably would on a temporary basis. When the caffeine fix is gone, though, it may cause a downer, just like other caffeine drinks. The caffeine level in Jolt is just under the level allowed by the Food and Drug Administration, but still only about a third of the caffeine found in coffee. The drink also has lots of cane sugar in it, 160 million pounds of it from right here in Louisiana. <laughs> One hundred and sixty million pounds over the teeth fairly quickly and doesn't stick. It shouldn't cause a major problem. Uh, sorry, based uh, on what I see now. Pain, right? uh, just yes, it was. It was on. Did you not hear? I, I, I know. I know. I know. Are you talking Jolt? Yeah. I, I was able to go on and listen to the delay of the live show long enough to figure out what the clip was. Hmm. So I'm on board. <laughs> yeah. The left channel was the live. <laughs> the, Oh, oh, you're okay. You're listening on the, the there. There was two channels there. On the left channel was some other news, and I noticed. I was like, "This seems weird." I got to go back and fix that in the in the the show. So if you're listening on the podcast, you don't know what we're talking about because it sounded normal. No, no, no. Oh yeah, yeah. No, they heard it because I I fixed it. I'm gonna go back yeah. and fix it. Gotcha. But Squeezer only heard. Yeah, but we're talking Joe Cola. So when I was a kid, there's a few instances. But the number one thing you needed for a sleepover as a kid is some jolt fucking cola. And um, we would – so every year I had these cousins who lived in Florida, and they were the bad cousins. Like they had no parental supervision whatsoever. They were allowed to have their lighters and play with fireworks and, and, and do bad things, and, and they had cool clothes, you know, even though they were – Wait, cool, cool clothes make them bad? Yeah, like they had like – Oh. Shirts from like the boardwalk, you know what I mean? Oh, Ooh, wow, that's very bad. Yeah, like big dog shirts or or big Johnson shirts. You know what I mean? They had they oh, always that's... they always had like Nike Nikes yeah, before us. I get you. They you know they always had the newest Walkman, even though you know their parents weren't any more middle lower class than mine were. They just weren't cheap, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you know they had. So they came, they'd come up around 4th of July because their birth, my brother's birthday is July 2nd, mine's July 9th. And those Greg and Doug's were somewhere in between them too. So we all had July birthdays. So it's like a big July birthday month for all the, the, the nephews. And um, they'd come up and my, my other cousin, Matt, his parents, my uh, aunt and uncle, they lived locally. They would host an outdoor camp out sleepover for us every year one night while they were up and it, my uncle would would buy he was the fun uncle the little brother of my mom okay so he was the the fun uncle uh he would oh, okay. he would you know he's okay with a little bad going on he'd go out and he'd buy a jolt cola for all of us to drink that night <laughs> and uh Obviously, it's just like now, you know, you drink a Monster or a Red Bull, you're getting more caffeine than you ever got out of a Jolt. But back when you were a kid, sure. now, uh, before I get to it, I have uh, Jolt Cola did affect me. You know how quiet I am normally. I could be squeezer, right? Not listening to yeah. this podcast, but just sitting there lost in my thoughts. Sometimes you don't hear a peep out of me during the day. As a kid, I was even quieter. I was really quiet. I never really talked. Um one day we were driving. My my parents were driving to Philly. We had to go and get something out near Philly, 
And the whole drive down and the whole drive back, I would not shut up in the back seat. And <laughs> they're like, what the fuck got into you? Like, you don't say this much in your whole life. You've, you've talked. And she's like, what did you get at the Texaco today? And I was like, oh, a new soda called Jolt. And my mom was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea that it was it was caffeine. You know what I mean? I just liked the bottle. Um, and I was amped up. Like, like Dwayne, after he gets a few drinks in him, I would not <laughs> shut up. And they were like, man, you never talk. Obviously, they didn't like it. They're like, never have that again. We like when you're. Did you have the shakes and stuff too, like the tremors and? I don't think so. I was just really talkative. I just wanted to talk, yeah. and they were just like, "Shut the fuck up." We like you better when you're up to no good, and we can't hear you. But and nonetheless, uh, so... when they gave my uncle would give us Jolcola, even though one sip of it isn't going to do anything, you take a sip and then you'd start running around like a, a certifiable insane person, screaming and acting like you've gone insane. Uh, from the power of the Jolt Cola, when you know, when you have an audience, of course. <laughs> I don't know if you did the same thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I, I, well, you get a little bit of caffeine in me. Um, yeah, that's when I, I start. Uh, no, I'm talking about when you overhyped what it was. Like, you drank Jolt Cola and you acted like you just took some power serum. That's... Oh, oh, so you get the, yeah, the uh, psych... Oh, you are you talking about psychosomatic effects? No, no, I'm talking the, the about was... I'm talking about putting on an act after you like when I first had it, I had oh, no okay. idea what so it was, know. and I literally was was feeling the effects of it and okay. and and racing. Later on, when my uncle would buy it for us and we'd all drink it, and our parents were like, oh no, they're getting Jolt Cola. We'd put on an act like we'd gone crazy with energy and and uh, lunacy from drinking one just one sip of the Jolt Cola. Mm -hmm. Now yeah. do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, oh no. Yeah, no, I, I follow you. Like there there was a time in college where I drank like a half a handle of jack and I pretended to throw up all over the bar. <laughs> um. <laughs> Same thing. Same thing. Yeah. No, no, I, 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 I get you because there's expectations now. Right. No, and I and I say my kids do it all the time. Like you 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 tell them one thing, like you, you not necessarily scold them because I don't know, I think that not allowed to do that anymore um but in an attempt to raise them properly you correct their path in a gentle manner and when they find that out now they just harp on that and basically it's them mocking you mm, mm. they're now making a fool of you I'm like that, oh you think this is bad oh now they're just being yeah it's being this a, this was uh, more of making uh, making fools out of ourselves sure sure uh no i i agree i'm not i don't disagree there and it's also fun right it's also fun like all right you know this makes me crazy well i'm going crazy right so they they had an above ground pool so then there was night swimming and they had they lived in briningsville so right behind their on their property line right behind their house was a giant cornfield that we'd run through like maniacs and they had he had yep. this really tricked out um clubhouse my uncle built for him with electricity and everything in it you know and we my cousins would my cousin start a little grease fire in a pan out there and really pissed my aunt off um <laughs> but uh yeah so it was it's a good, it's, it was it's a good 
It's a good flame. I mean, yeah. uh, your, your standard torch was grease. So, you yeah. know, as a child, knowing that that's, you know, yeah. it's it, a good survival skill to have. It was complete and utter anarchy, though. Like, complete and utter anarchy. <laughs> that sounds like a good time. Yeah, it was. It was what we look forward to it every year. And then eventually, like, you know, I grew tired of, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I. <sighs> I haven't seen the them. drama. Uh, no, it, chill. it wasn't drama. It was like I got over my cousin's stick. I didn't see them as cool anymore. Oh, gotcha. Like, like I know, I know who you're related to. Me, I know you're not cool. <laughs> <laughs> stop trying oh. to stop trying to to fake it and and act like you're somebody you're not. I really have not seen them probably in twenty years. And they're in Briningsville yet? No, no, they're in Florida. I said they came out from Florida. Oh. My, my other cousin's from Briningsville. He works with the oh, squeezer. Okay. Him and his his dad, my uncle, work with us. Oh, oh, now I know who you're talking about. Yeah, Matt and my uncle John. Yeah. So, um, um, Matt could actually like build things and stuff. So he owns his own tree excavating business. Also, and he's in construct underground. Oh, I, I'm, I'm sorry. There was a beat there, and I, I just heard you say he owns his own tree. I'm like, well, that's great. <laughs> yeah, good. he's, he's doing good. good. He's doing good. <laughs> tree removal service, and um, ah, he, uh, he's an underground oh, yeah? construction. Yeah. And he's out your way, I so. Like hundred. I got like a 150 foot black walnut that's growing at a 45 degree angle over my neighbor's pool. Uh, Ooh, you you better save that wood though and do something with it. Oh hell yeah! Whatever it costs to remove that thing, I will break even, selling off what I want, and then still keep what I want, and eventually one day in the next 37 years, make something out of the rest of it. <laughs> oh boy! Well, yes, he. Uh... They they're in Florida and um, I don't know they stopped. They would always like every year it was like the same shit. We go to Roadside America with them. We go to the Reading Factory oh, outlets with beautiful. them. You know we'd go to Dorney Park with them one day. Uh, it was all. Uh, that's when you know when family from out of town. Come, well, I mean for us when family from out of town comes in, you go to Dorney. Uh, Gettysburg too. We never went there. We go, Gettysburg was I always love, the summer trip. I love Gettysburg. Sometimes we have family, but I, I call them I'm a nerd. The garbage pail side of the family, uh, they're in Mechanicsburg, which is near Harrisburg. So occasionally we'd have to go to picnics Ugh. there. A lot of picnics. A lot of there's always something going on when the the Florida cousins were in town. All trips. I'd rather drive from Florida to Pennsylvania than from here to Mechanicsburg. Yeah, it's rough. That's where the whole Three Mile Island, my dad's saying that monsters lived in there. And they would come, like Godzilla, and they'd come out and get me <laughs> after the three, isle, three Mile Island. Because we pass it. Like, you go over the bridge, and you see Three Mile Island from the distance. Right, mm-hmm. since the meltdown, uh, that's the mutated uh, things living down there. And uh, they're going to come out and get you. <laughs> Don't uh, lick the window too much, Ryan. How, how old were you then? Not old, like like eight, seven. Okay, that no, that's that's old enough. Yeah, uh, no, yeah. I, I would 
I would love to do that now, but I, the fallout, then I spend the rest of the day trying to convince them that, no, there aren't monsters that aren't going to eat them. Because now you can't have any family fun because all they're worried about is the goddamn monsters that are going to eat them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, no, honey, there are real monsters. Remember that jaguar that you saw at the zoo? It wasn't smiling at you. It was sizing up your head. Oh, yeah. It's fun fucking with children. Okay, here, yeah. uh, moving on. Squeezer, your next pick. I was so hot. I was frying. My throat was like a desert. Like Death Valley. I wish I had something polar. Cold, like North Pole. Whoa! A 7-Eleven Slurpee! What could be cooler? It's the ultimate cool. Now when you go to 7-Eleven to buy a large or a super Slurpee, you can get a whistle straw free. You can hear a whistle straw at a 7-Eleven near you. Big gulps, eh? Well, did you hear see that? You, later. you can hear a whistle straw. I didn't hear it. Oh. Well, no, but they told you you could hear it. Oh. Uh, I need something cool and refreshing, too. Yeah, let's just... Oh, there you go. I was just going to say, let's just leave and walk three miles in the dark to a 7-Eleven to get some snacks. Now, did you do this? I have a question. Did you do this in the cold or was it only in like the summer? No, it's, it, I mean, mostly summer. I mean, if it was like dead of winter, like, well, I wouldn't say now because now it's like 50 degrees and gorgeous out. It was like the most beautiful day ever. Yeah. But like yesterday, it, 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 if it's, I'm googling Roughly below freezing. No, but I mean, it, I mean, I've marched. We've marched through the snow to get snacks. No problem. So, what's that place by your house called? Stravino's. Oh yeah, my little, Ita- the little Italian Oh, Fifth Street. Why I found it. Yeah. Okay, so I'm I'm roughly saying that's your house, and. Stravino's Italian market, okay. And now, god damn it, nothing's working. Oh, are you trying to, are you trying to pinpoint a Seven Eleven by me? No, I know which one it is. I just want to see how far it is. Oh. Yeah. So from from where you're at, from that market, I was a block up and a block down. I was at figure go from the corner of Sixth and and Florida. And then, but it's not a straight line because here's the thing. So we would cut through. You'll see there's a circle there. And my friend lived at the bottom of the circle. Crest Drive? And we had a lot of... Uh, or Virginia. Jordan Circle. Jordan Circle. Yeah. That's down... You go 6th and 7th loop into Jordan. So he lived at the bottom of that. Now, it's named Jordan Circle because it's off of Jordan Park and Jordan Creek. Now... Was this the Adrian? Most, the closest... Uh, no. He actually lived right next door. There's a different friend. Oh. He lived down the street. Now, this the guy works for, like, the government building missiles um but we would uh we'd have a lot of sleepovers there and it was convenient because from his back window if you look and cut through the trees and up over the hill and far enough you could see the 7-eleven and at that 7-eleven were snacks and drinks and jolt cola um but you had to forge the creek first you had to make it down his hill all the poison ivy then you go over the creek, which was fine because there's a bridge. But then you had to go through the park. And 
it's somewhat of a shady park. Then you got to make it through a somewhat shady part of town, across the across the busy. Uh, would you it's go? A state route. It's a busy road. Would you take Fairmount all the way to uh, MacArthur Road? It's like set, to get to Seven Eleven. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot quicker than I. Google Maps is telling you to no, take. No, no. Fairmount Avenue. No, There's, you don't. No, you don't walk that way. No, you cut right through the park. It's a straight line. It's like a couple hundred yards. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fuck. It's like a mile. It's. it's yeah. If you. If, it's, it's even it's, shorter. Don't, don't go by the road. Go from the bottom of that little circle and go right to that Seven Eleven, and that's your shot. Yeah, that's like less than a half mile. That's less than a half mile. Yeah, it's not far. Okay, so you might but have been closer. in between there, you got it's uh, you got some shadiness going oh, on. Oh fuck yeah, you do. Uh, yeah. Uh, you got like the busiest road in town, and then you got the seediest stores. You have to walk. You go past the porn shop. Mm-hmm. You go past the, uh, at the time the Wild Samoans gym. Yes. Um, and then you go past the bowling alley and the beer distributor. And there is a 7-Eleven. And that, that, and that was my 7-Eleven, even all through high school, whatever, because that was the closest to me. When I could drive, that's where you would drive to. Um, but the, the best was the one time... There, oh, there was a bit, my was a, God. The, the, Google Maps is giving the, her, but. the walk from my house to the Texaco... Is exactly again 0.7 miles, 15 minutes. The same thing it gave your house to the the 7-Eleven. I would have sworn that was longer. Oh, that's eerie. Yeah, it is eerie. Really? Yeah. Like, not even. I I just I just I just did two mile two and a half miles on my lunch break just for shits and giggles. Yeah. Well, now you know. Just to prove I'm not a fat fuck. Now it's a little easier for us, but I'm saying back then it felt like longer walk. That's true. Like Christmas mornings, like or like your birthday morning, waiting for your birthday party to start. Like you're just staring out the window, just waiting. Yes. But yeah, that's but, crazy. Um. So there was a a big. This was a big sleepover. It might have been a birthday party, so it'd have been like October. Um, and some of us decided, all right, hey, we got to go to Seven Eleven. We need snacks. We need drinks. Let's go. Even though the kid's mom put like a whole spread out and there was like ring bologna and cheese and all that shit, which is why I didn't go. I'm like, I cannot find any logic in this. There's food right here. What, squeezer spending money on food when there's free food right there? No, chance in hell. But here's the thing. There's Doritos, there's ring bologna, and there's cheese, and there's soda. What do they really want to get? I... Probably Slurpees and other other more shittier junk food. Hmm. But me, if I were to go to 7-Eleven, I would just get a Coke, maybe a Slurpee, but that costs money, uh, Doritos, and some form of meat and cheese. Most likely a Slim Jim or a Slim Jim cheese combo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I already have that all here. So I stayed behind. Were you the only one who stayed behind? No, there it was probably like a 50-50 split. There was gotcha. probably like five or six of us stayed behind. Maybe five, six, seven or so went to go there. 
and we're waiting. We're waiting for it to come back, and all of a sudden, a cop car pulls out from up front. And we're like, "What the fuck?" And the cop gets out, opens up the door, and all my friends come piling out of the cop car, and the kid's mom's freaking out, flipping out, and they didn't even make it across the street. They got them walking through the park at night, because it is such a shady park. They thought like they were up to no good. Oh man! But like it's uh, like a bunch of twelve or thirteen year olds, and she's like, "No, like we're like they said they were going to Seven Eleven. Like, yeah, they were going to Seven Eleven. Like, <laughs> how is that? If you draw a straight line, Seven Eleven's right there." But he was trying to make it look like this is his big bust that he had, that he saved the world from these preteen kids that were going to buy drugs down at the park. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. When really all he did was prevent them from. And now, in hindsight, I'm a genius. Because one, I didn't have to ride in the back of a peed in cop car. Mm-hmm. Even though I've done it before for fun when you get like the police ride along thing. Mm-hmm. And two, that left more ring bologna and cheese and Doritos for me while they were all gone. That is true. Hence why I had to walk two and a half miles today. <laughs> Here's something that just blew my mind thinking about why you were telling that story, Squeezer. Your friend Adrian, who l- lived next door. Yes. He later would get an apartment at Halfrick Springs or whatever those are, right up the road yep. from 7-Eleven. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we'd go there and smoke tons of weed and watch him play GTA three or and Vice City and then I've been there, yep. And then yep. we'd we'd go down to that seven eleven and buy pizza sticks and junk food <laughs> and go back and eat that we were we using drugs though and we never got arrested. Well we weren't they weren't arrested. They were just they were detained they were held and detained and transported back. Nonetheless, we never got picked up. Uh but we, yeah, we had dr- lots of drugs. They, they didn't do anything. My friend shut the valve off a propane tank in that park and tried to blow it up. But yeah. Oh, really? Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> I said it wasn't going to work. It was only a 22. <laughs> it's a fucking copper valve. It's not going to do anything. Mm. It didn't do anything. Hmm. Um, so, told him to go with the 308. But, <laughs> nope. You told him. To me. But yeah, that's that's my. That was like, holy shit! Adrian and I used to go to that set. Do you ever go to that Seven Eleven with Adrian? Uh, maybe, might have. I mean, we were inseparable for some time. He comes up later in this show too. We didn't Funny. realize. Everyone listening, we didn't realize we both had this mutual friend Adrian until like a, two months ago. I was telling some story about my friend Adrian and my friend Tommy, and he's like, Adrian Snyder. I was like, Yeah, why? Well, you know him? He's like, Yeah, that was like my Adrian growing up. I go, how'd you know? He goes, you were telling the story about Adrian. It sounded like Adrian Snyder. <laughs> he went yeah. to, he, he, Adrian went to high school with me, and we became close friends before yeah. I even no, met you. Li- yeah. Well, what, no, well before. Yeah, he lived next to me like up until like fifth or sixth grade. Right, but, but you were friends yeah. with him. Then I was friends with him before you and I even met each other. Yeah, the, no, the stories of, I mean, it, I'll have, you know. Most of our mo, mo, 90% of my sleepovers, my, my main sleepover technique I learned from him, which was all you do is you take a big gulp cup and you take you take your underwear, lay it out, put your toothbrush and your toothpaste in there and your deodorant, roll it up and stuff it in your big gulp 
cup, and that's your fucking sleepover shit. <laughs> you just show up to someone's house, and you're good to go. Because mm. you change your underwear, you brush your teeth, get a drink of water, stuff your dirty underwear in the cup with your toothbrush. <laughs> Who gives a shit if your clothes are a little old? But you got I, 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 I don't know why your underwear needs to change. I mean, mine wasn't soiled or anything, but... You know, it's, it's security. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> so it's good to have that change underwear on you. Uh, anyway, um, well, that threw me off base. Uh, <laughs> I was just saying, yes, your our secret uh, secret origin story of Squeezer and RK, the rattier secret origin story, grows. It's very strange. Yeah, it is. I can't. I'm. I'm trying to think of how many conversations our dads had at the Texaco station, while you and I just stood there shyly staring out, like in different directions, trying not to make eye contact. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, my dad was one to talk to anybody and everybody. Yeah, it was my dad. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh-huh. All right. Well, here we are. Uh, on to my next pick, and it has to do with Mini Mart shopping as well. So go figure. Why the hell is it not playing? <laughs> it's really... Oh, I'm not potting up the right fader squeezer. Rookie move. Uh, Here it is. When you want a hot meal, it's not a big deal. What are you going to pick? Hot pocket. When a hungry bunch shows up for lunch. Hot pocket. Hot pocket. Hot pocket. Filled with delicious pepperoni pizza, chicken and cheddar, or ham and cheese in a crispy pocket. When it's late at night and you want a tasty bite, what are you going to pick? Hot Pocket! The hot meal in a pocket. What are you going to pick? Hot Pocket! Try Lean Pockets, too. Salt Pockets. Um, ah, uh, Hot Pockets. <laughs> so... Here's so the Texaco behind our house that we first the first place we were able to venture on and and explore our, ourselves was was um, that te- te- Texaco. But they this was before they had a subway. They the only hot like food option you get, could get there was a uh, a hot dog like on the roller. You know they really didn't have any other options. They would get like a Dunkin' Donuts display case where that would get filled with Dunkin' Donuts in the morning. Um, mm-hmm. So we'd go there for morning donuts occasionally. Uh, but they really didn't have anything else but like candy bars and chips and, and like uh, aged uh, salted cured meats, like your Slim Jim <laughs> section mm-hmm. and nuts. Um, there was nothing more beyond that, like gas station food. Now, there was this other place called, originally called Luxie's and Sims Market. The, but they, I wasn't allowed to go there as a kid. It wasn't until I would have uh, sleepovers, older sleepovers, where you're you're up with your buddies all night riding bikes, going to girls' houses. You know what I mean? Not doing anything with these girls, obviously. Oh, of course not. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know, you're barely making eye contact. Speaking of making eye contact, you barely make eye contact with them. But it's still <laughs> fun to ride your bike to them, and they sneak out out back, and it's like fall, and and it's it's great night bike riding weather, and it's really foggy at night. I don't know. There's something really cool about it. Uh, but we'd stop at the Sims and it was getting a little chilly and you might, they have a microwave there so you could buy a hot pocket 
and and microwave it right there in the store and then eat it on your way home. And it was the first time I ever had a pepperoni pizza hot pocket or any hot pocket. Ooh. Yeah. And it and the ones you get in the grocery store are bigger. You know, they're those jumbo size ones. It's like mm-hmm. one and a half hot pockets. Wait, really? The ones you get at the gas station are smaller? No, they're bigger. Oh, bigger, bigger. Yeah, that makes sense. Right. The ones you buy in the boxes are like you know, normal size, but the ones you get, like the single serving guys, I don't know yeah. if they still are, but they used to be bigger. So this was a big mama jama of a Hot Pocket. And I was eating this thing. I'm like, this thing is amazing. It is the best thing I ever tasted in my life. I was very mean. And he, like, I remember my friend Will and I, we, uh, we'd, he would move then. So he lived kind of like up one street and down another street from me. It was a little bit of a bike ride. But what, he, what street were you on? Specific? Yeah. Walbert Avenue. You were actually on Walbert? Well, like, I lived on Main Street, North Main Street, which is right off Walbert okay. Avenue, right behind yeah. the Roma buildings. Okay, that's why you could go to Texaco, because you're right there. I'm like, right there. I, I, I was wondering, because, like, Sims is very, like, local corner story, whereas the Texaco is right on the busy road, but you'd come in from the back. Right, I didn't go, you didn't cross a single street. You go through all parking lots. Yeah, Sims, you got to cross a fairly busy street. Right, you got to cross Walbert Avenue to get to. But yeah. Sims was more of a grocery store, not a supermarket, but a grocery store, than it was a mini, like a a a, 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 gas, a gas station mini mart. So they had. Well, see, that's what I, I liked about that because I could go in there and like, give me a bag of cheese ends, please. Yeah, they had a deli there. They had a, de- a yeah. deli. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> mean, and you get your cheese ends, and the same guy was working there forever. I think he still might be working there. Yeah, I went to so. I don't want to diverge too much, but the the market I used to go to as a kid, like that was by my grandparents' house that I would go to, they got bought out or their land got bought out by CVS. They sold, made a fortune on that and just moved into a smaller store, but on the main drag. And now they're more specialized mm-hmm. like market. And I went in there for the first time and I, I got some meats there and I made some ribs and they were delicious. But behind the deli counter, and this is the first, I haven't seen it in forever, but sitting there in the fridge and behind the deli counter, I saw just a pile of bags of cheese ends. <laughs> I'm like, I almost bought one. I almost, I, I should have bought it. I'll go back this, I'll go Friday. So we knew Sims very well because my dad was a volunteer firefighter at Woodlawn Fire Company, which was right down the road. So, like, before we'd go My there, dad was a volunteer drinker at the Woodlawn Fire Company. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we would stop at Sims, and they had good slushies there. It wasn't like a Slurpee. It was like a slushie, the slushie machine. But they mm-hmm. also sold candy and bubblegum uh, cigarettes, and they had a wide variety of different candy and cards right there at the front, like trading cards. Mm-hmm. Like, you could get fucking all the movie trading cards, all the tops, like Batman Returns, whatever, what have you. So as a kid, I always loved Sims. And when I could finally go there on my own, that's when I finally got my Hot Pocket. Oh. Where do you rank your Hot Pockets? Meatball Marinara, number one. Really? Okay. Yeah. All right. Ham and cheese, maybe two. Mm Mm-hmm. Pepperoni pizza, three. Uh, Steak, four. All right, go ahead. Uh, steak one. Okay. 
pepperoni too. Uh, Daryl's got me thinking because he mentioned the barbecue hot pockets. Did I? No, no. Uh, oh, Daryl did. In the chat. The barbecue hot pocket. That's pretty good. I I didn't. Um, my least. I'm I'm not gonna lie. My least favorite is the meatball marinara. Um. I know, your least favorite? Oh man. Yeah. Too saucy. Closed caption. Hi, everybody. I, I didn't miss it. And Daryl, when we were having like technical issues, I was replying to you. Um, and thank you for emailing your fan choices. That's awesome. And yes. Oh, yeah. When is that show coming up? We probably should actually start working on that. Yes. Yes, we should. Yeah. I like, never had them. Hey, a... send us your fan choices. Send us your fan choices. Normally, uh, it's like it's like I, I think of shit throughout the week, and it's Tuesday. I'm like, oh, shit. I got to narrow this down. Yeah. If you have, if you have a, for listeners' choice in April, send us your choices of what you want us to talk to at rk at and we might just talk about that. And I never had a barbecue oh, hot pocket. Have you? April? Yes, April. April? That's like five months from now. Yeah, we're plenty of time. Have you ever had a barbecue hot pocket? I have. They're yummy. I have not. I don't venture. I don't like any of the chicken hot pockets too, because that chicken is gross that they put in there. Uh, too rubbery. Yeah, it's like a formed chicken no, product. But- I, I, I don't know why I like I like the uh, I like the steak the cheesesteak ones just because I, I resent the fact that they call it a Philadelphia cheesesteak hot pocket I get it it's branding um, but I look at it more as a a meat and cheese slurry <laughs> and that's kind of how I picture like survival in the future like when when uh, it's gonna be our version of soil and green and mm. it's gonna come in the form of uh, breaded pockets of meat and cheese slurry, mm-hmm. and that's basically what the Philadelphia, uh, the Philly cheesesteak hot pocket is. White. So what's your the ver- future? Okay. The future is now. What's your aversion to the meatball marinara hot pocket? Um, too saucy. Okay. And um, I, I honestly, I'm, I'm very particular about my meatballs <laughs> i don't like i i like real fresh i i don't like meatballs piss me off for some reason i don't know why okay it, it, it has to be a a perfect fresh well-made meatball i don't like i don't like the frozen ones i don't it's a it's a texture thing all right okay fair enough they should be more crumbly. I don't like a chewy meatball. It makes me mad. All right. He doesn't look at chewy meatball. Well, anyway, that Main Street, <laughs> Walbert Avenue, if you'd go down it a little bit and make a right on Cedar Crest and then a left on Huckleberry, that's where my buddy lived. Then he moved out towards where I am now in Green Hill Squeezer. Okay. And there was a few gas stations we heated up on the bike rides. One was the... One that's down from uh, me, which has the Dunkin' Donuts at Exxon there on 309. Mm-hmm. And then the other is the one that's actually up the street from me, from the CVS, from the truck stop. You know this area well because your parents live here in Green Hills. Oh, yeah. Represent. Woo, woo. So, um, right by all the shady motels and truck stops. and Yeah, it's, it's my neighborhood shops. now. Yeah. Right, in fact, we walk past every time Enchantress and I go on a walk, we're, we walk past your parents' neighborhood. Oh, it's a lovely neighborhood. They try to revitalize, and I'm not saying my parents live in the slum. It, there, slums there was a slums revitalize. That was very much a a trucker's hub of the 80s and 90s, and uh, 
they built developments all around that. But then the, the, they slowly are getting to fixing up the trucker area. The the poor um, the poor people in the area are the ones with only two garages, not four or five garages. Yeah, that's kind of, or at least a two and a half. I would love a. Right now, I just love to put one car in a garage. So. <laughs> yeah, those houses are are gorgeous and huge. So we yeah. walk by them with jealous and envy. But then there's so there's that. Uh, Sunoco right there. So this is before the, we, I guess we didn't ride further down to where the witch, Witch is now, but there's that, that Sunoco there right there in the corner before the CVS, before the truck stop. Yep. We once in an attempt to make it down to Tillman eight, where our theater was riding bikes down Tillman street from his house at green Hills. And we only made it because th- it was freezing cold. We stopped. That's we, a scary stretch of road. It is a scary stretch of road. We we microwave. It was during the day that we microwaved some bowls of beefaroni and just headed head back. <laughs> you know those like those. It's again. It's not like the small size you get. It's like a bigger size bowl, microwavable mm-hmm. bowl of beefaroni. And you kind of like hold it and, and treat it like a hot beverage as you're as you're walking your bike home and you're eating your beefaroni <laughs> in the cold. Eating beefaroni while walking down one of the busiest roads in the area. Well, you cut right on Farm Bureau there, right over, off Tillman. Oh, you're only on Tillman for a little bit. All right. So so now you're on a back road where no one has any room to go. And sure. the chance of fish tailing and, and taking you out is right. tenfold. And if we were on Farnborough and we were going to your parents' house, we'd be there in a few minutes. But he lived on Heather Lane at the top of, like, you know how Green Hills oh, is? A, it's a mountain. It's a mountain, yeah. It's like the top <laughs> of a mountain. So it was like, it's still a hike from your parents' house to the top of Green Hills to up snow. That's basically the top of Snowdrift there. And yeah. it's, it's, yeah. I wasn't dragging my fat ass up there. <laughs> But yes, that's were the good old days of snacking at gas stations on Seabo. Mm. Because you have you have food in your house, but you you're your own men, and you're gonna go out and get your own food. Yeah, that and and especially once I became when, when I got a little older too, it was, uh, and my mom remarried. We we're in a new house in this neighborhood, and it was all healthful food. Ugh. So like I had to like. It's like, hey, we had we had spinach and kale for dinner tonight. You guys got to be full, right? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Thank God. By the by, the time I was old enough, we had a Wawa, so I can, you know. What the one over on Route 100? Oh God, that 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 should that I'm gonna submit that for an episode, for a new series that once deadliest catch ends, that just. Being in that parking world's lot. deadliest parking lot, yeah, world's deadliest parking lot, yeah, that one's rough. And it's just, it it will go fifteen seasons. Um, I don't want to sound like a turncoat, but for you Pennsylvania gas station war people, they opened up a sheets down the road a bit. I was down seventy eight in New Smithville. Oh shit! And I've been going to that every weekend instead of Wawa for my monsters now, just because. That Wawa is such a shit show. So it's another like four or five minutes out of my way from the Wawa, but it is so worth it just to go to that Sheets than it is to go to that. Uh, yeah, but getting on 78 versus going down 100, mileage-wise it might be further, but time-wise it's probably quicker. Yeah, right, yeah. But I go the back way. I come up Shantz. Okay, that's yeah. a good move. They still haven't closed that out yet. Why do you go all the way out Shantz? Couldn't you just go up Fogelsville? Through Fogelsville? 
No, it's quicker for me just to go, you know, I go left. We're talking very specific. Let, that's fine. We're, we're, in, we're going local on the Rogers podcast. So, so I go we're left. The... I go left on Rupsville by that, that uh, knockoff uh, Dave and Buster's. Yep. And then I make a right at uh, the Sunset Grill. And then I'm. You I go past my old studio. I go past your old studio where the, mm-hmm. the, the tell, name dropped the show that was worked on there. Uh, a forensic files. Yes, and then I make a right, continuing on Snow on on Shantz Road, and I'm right there. I'm right in the parking lot. Never once going on Route 100. To get to the sheets? No, 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 no. To get oh, to the Wawa. To the Wawa. To the sheets. Oh, yeah. I, I just take Fogelsville and go on I, Route 100. I, I, get that, a... that, that's what I was asking. That's why I was confused. I'm yeah. Like, oh, you're taking me to Wawa? No, that, that's no. definitely the way to go. Yeah, yeah, I, I go. Know. The fact that I am kind of heartbroken, though, that they put a sheets right in where the Bandit truck stop. I, I'm going to say was. I know it's still technically there, but back in the day, the best breakfast sandwiches, the Bandit truck stop. I mean, you just walk in into one of those, like, heat rack things with the heat lamps and just random sandwiches wrapped in aluminum I, I thought I thought it it's went where the, where the subway was, the subway and the gas station was. Well, yeah, but the truck stop itself isn't the. It's not like, it, it's still there. Yeah, it there's didn't a like are you bulldoze talk, it and take it over. Are you talking about the street. one that with the, has the diner in it across the street? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, back in the day, that was like it, that was it was like that was like the scene and setting out of Maximum Overdrive kind of thing. You know? <laughs> Have you checked out the sheets yet? Uh, I haven't. I drove. I saw the signage and like, oh, look at that! But I was, I was heading out west. I was going all the way out to uh, good old uh, Hamburg, Pennsylvania. Ah, I'm making another trip to Hershey, Pennsylvania on Monday. Chocolate Town, oh. USA. Nice. All right, Squeezer. Tell those cows I say hi. I will. I'll say hi to them. Hey, Squeezer says hello. You're the, the robotic ones on the ride. Oh, uh, you should have specified. Yes. Here is Squeezer's next pick. I had an accident. You had an accident? What does that mean? Goo! Hey, look, everybody. Billy peed his pants. Of course I peed my pants. Everybody my age pees their pants. It's the coolest. Really? Yes! You ain't cool unless you pee your pants. Wow. Hey, man. Ernie pees pants, too. All right. I'm surprised we don't have more Billy Madison clips on this show. That's true, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we would have sleepovers. And it, did you ever have try to have fun with someone that didn't survive staying awake for the night? No, we are actually you said that. We are never that cruel. Later really? on in life, drinking, yes. Okay, yeah, that's fair enough. But like did you go Sharpie level or we never went Sharpie level. Sharpie level, yes. Oh, no, we did go Sharpie level that one time. We really fucked him up. Yeah, we'd always go yeah. Sharpie level, yeah. I feel really bad now. I forgot about the Sharpie part, but that really happened. Oh, I was the recipient of some of the Sharpies, so I don't feel bad for anyone. I can believe that. I can see that. I, I sleep through a fucking nuclear blast. Yeah. N- nuclear blast. 
You can say nuclear. Nuclear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, at the at the time you and I were do you and I were doing that, it was called nuclear. Yes. So, uh-huh. <laughs> uh no, and it was always the same kid. And it, we were all in I meant to sleep over. So it wasn't like that one kid that like had to show up because now it's like mom and dad like you made it. No, you were all friends. But you still fucked with each other. And there was the one kid that would always fall asleep every time. That was never me. I'm an, I was the last to sleep. I was usually I was usually the last to sleep and the first to wake up. Um I was the last to wake up. I'm I'm a night owl and at the same time I like being up at crack of dawn. Ugh, you're monster. Ready to go. I fucking hate it. <laughs> Um, n- nothing was worse than being that kid at a sleepover that wakes up and like you want to go do shit, but you look around, the rest of your friends are all sleeping. You're like, all right, I'll just lay here a little bit longer. Oh uh, yeah, a little bit longer, a little bit longer. Now, I have a sleepover pretty much every night, and I would love to sleep in, but like five thirty, they start kicking you in the back, and it's like I want to go downstairs and play. And you say, okay. You go downstairs and fucking play with them, Squeezer. Uh, actually, we go down to the playroom, and I make a cup of coffee. I lay down on the floor, and I'm like, I'll be the mountain. And then you fall asleep, <laughs> and they just play on your back for a while. <laughs> it works. So what yeah. What did you do to these poor kids? Um, so this the one in particular, <clears throat> and I remember this one sleepover. This is when we were doing the uh, 3D. Same one. We had the... This is a big one, too. Um, 3D what? You didn't explain. You said the one we were uh, doing, the 3D, 3D. 3D 3D Movie Maker. Remember that? We talked about oh, that. Oh, yep, 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 uh, We had the GoldenEye tournament oh, going on. Damn. We had Rocky Horror was going on. Ugh, we were, why? Oh, that's right. I, because we we thought, we thought, like, oh, wow, this is cool. And then we watched it. I'm like, what the fuck is this? So we went back and made our own better movie on 3D Movie Maker. Okay. Um, and then... The one, our one friend, poor friend fell asleep. And like, what do we do? So it's like, you're, you're trying to figure shit out. And like, well, you know, a, a couple gags and you start with the, uh, the traditional, the easiest, simplest one is like the shaving cream one, right? You put shaving cream in his hand, tickle the nose, trying to get him to slap it. Mm-hmm. It didn't really work. Um, it got a little bit on his face. There was no big deal. Um, my personal favorite, and this is where the pee thing comes from, is you take their hand and you submerge it in a bowl of warm water. Mm-hmm. And the intent is somehow it loosens the bowels and you'll get them to urinate themselves. <laughs> um, again, we failed miserably. That didn't happen either. So you fall back to, we got nothing. Is left. that, is that why you bring the fresh underwear to the... To the... Maybe, yeah, just in case you pissed your pants. Right. Uh, <laughs> that I makes mean, sense. I always, at, in in my my work bag, I have a pair of socks and a pair of underwear because you never know. Uh-huh, um, you don't. Yeah, you, know, you, you never know. Maybe I'll fall asleep at work, and you guys put my bowl in warm water, and I piss my pants just sitting at my desk one day. You know, I mean, it could it's, happen. It's, it's warm, it's quiet, it's dimly lit. You know, shit happens. Um, and then so finally, we, yeah, we just 
busted out the sharpies and I didn't I I didn't want a part of that. Like I felt bad. But it didn't stop the fact that it was still really funny. Um and I I don't think we didn't do anything bad. We didn't do any like bad words or anything. We just basically did makeup on them. Uh maybe put a couple like uh uh crow's feet and some frown lines on her forehead you know ad- adorable shit mm-hmm. but nothing is more enjoyable than watching your friend wake up confused not that any of the succeeded but seeing them waking up covered in sharpie right with shaving cream on their hand and partially on their face and their hands submerged in warm water that's um, a victory no matter, in itself yeah that that alone is worth the, the yeah yeah and then, then they're pissed for the rest of the night and just make sure they don't go in the bathroom and see the rest of their face. Like, oh, we're just messing with you. It's just shaving cream and water. I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then they see the eye shadow. Oh, <laughs> you made him the Dr. Frankenfurter guy, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's like, hey, let's look like this guy. Let's dress him up. I, mean, and... I was already dressed like meatloaf. Let's so. dress him up and drag and make him give us laugh dances. That'd be funny, right, guys? That was from, I think it was from 30 Rock. Uh, I'm actually starting to go back and rewatch from time to time. So yeah, I do too. That's always I'll good. I'll let you know if I catch it. It's, it, kinda, I, I, it's one of those. I think I Lutz says even, it. Like, uh, the Hoagie episode was on the other day in our uh, house. Who ate my sandwich? Uh, the Teamster Hoagies. And yeah. that's the Brian Dennehy. Oh, he's so great in that. Yeah. He's so perfect. Um, it that, almost like takes it away. Like I like where all I, I'm watching it the whole time, and all I can say to myself the entire episode is, "Man, fucking Brian Dennehy is great in this." Look, um, Lutz is eating his slow. He's enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is pill people milk. Oh uh, um, yeah, hell people milk. Yeah. Uh, but the, the my battery just died on my bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> I found my lucky penny. Uh, please tell me you just watched it too, because I just watched it like two nights ago, and you already remember more lines from it than I do. No, it's uh, it's been a while. Oh Jesus Christ! You're you're a magical person. <laughs> but Liz, Liz Lemon, what what is it? it she horfed it down bef- because she wouldn't leave it at security. Just leave the sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> I can have it all. I, I, I've been there, Liz. Yeah. I have absolutely been there. Uh, I like the flashback. Which got me thinking, I can't wait. When, when's Hoagie Day at our office when Hoagies just magically appear in the fridge? I'd be, is that I, soon? Yeah, it is. It's in the spring. But I'd be careful. Uh, Liz attacks him with the Emmy, and you have one now. I don't want you coming out and putting those, uh, those wings to my neck. You get me that sandwich, or I'll slice up your face. Something and no one's gonna be able to recognize you, or something. I forget what she says. Oh, that's a real thing. Yeah, you gotta beat him, beat him in a drinking contest. I think we could do that. Oh yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, old Jenna Maroney. Beat the Teamsters in a... They're the drivers, right? They're, they're the driving union? I forgot what they were. I I think so. They weren't... They're the trucking union, yeah. Yeah, like... Yeah. 
Yeah, they weren't like they weren't production or anything. Yeah, they were but, truckers. Yeah. yeah, drivers. Ah, the old Teamsters. All right, what are we at? Uh, your gags. Do you have any? Did you uh, ruin anyone else's life during a sleepover that you want to tell us about? Uh, no, that was that was the big one. I think we, I think we kind of like went all in and topped out on that big one. Oh, you went all in. I'm gonna mark that on the bingo big... cards. No, not now. That was then. Yeah, but uh, we'll give it to you. I'm gonna give it, it. Yeah. Are you? You keep pulling away and back to your mic. You, I, I'm trying to get your audio level right, but it's. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's just stay stay at a, a decent pace. My 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 chair's kind of springy today. I've been working your gain too. If you notice, Squeezers, love, I just can't get it right, and then I finally realize he must be moving back and forth from his mic. I am. I I'm I'm a very jittery boy. <laughs> He's a jittery boy. On here in a second. All right, here is my next thing. This is another one from my youth. There's only one person who can help us, Batman. Our task is to fight crime. Only TV's original Batman has Bat Villain. Bat Carol. Bat Bombs. Holy detonation. Bat Gadgets. Pow. Bat Biff. I'm the Bat Tusi. It's Batman. Bats. I'm surrounded by bats. The Batman Hour, starting Monday at 5 on Channel 11. All right, so this was after Batman 89 came out. We became re-obsessed with the Batman 1966 Bill Dozier series starring Adam West and Burt Ward as the dynamic duo. Uh, and the Family Channel, which now is called Freeform, but back then it was the Family Channel, then Fox Family, then ABC Family, then Freeform. That was the evolution of the Family Channel. But back in the early 90s, uh, it was just called the Family Channel, and they had the rights to play the Batman 66 show and they capitalized this WPIX 11 did play to two. Um, that was the promo you, you heard only one channel of on YouTube, but I will fix that. You won't hear it in podcast. I'll fix that audio gaff. I apologize. They were having an all day and all night Batman marathon. Uh, and so my friend Matt down the street, we are pumped for this. I, he, I was like, mom, he's got to stay over cause it's playing all Night all night meant to like ten o'clock. <laughs> Nonetheless, we really just watched Batman sixty six all day, and we got excited. Like, like the the thing that would break up the mundanity of watching the same show all day is when you're watching that open, and all of a sudden Batgirl would fly across the screen, and then her motorcycle would appear. So you know you're getting a weird villain like Egghead or King Tut, and you know you're getting a Batgirl episode. Like the Batgirl episodes were fucking gold back then right squeezer mm-hmm. oh it was yeah you lit up and it was it was a big like surprise like at that moment like it was the biggest pop right the fact that, that got, they like, that was the that was the austin the the glass breaking was when you saw that motor it was a road warrior pop yeah as they call it in the industry yes there was an immediate turnaround and high five matt because it's a background episode because they changed the whole animated open like that's not cheap to change that open and and they did for Batgirl episodes and when you saw that that was like fuck Batgirl's in this it's gonna be a good mm-hmm. one high five so that night we loaded all our Batman figures my buddy Matt and mine and we we were just setting up Gotham City was our coal stove uh mantle like the brick mantle that our coal stove sat on and we like just played action figures and and literally ate 
uh, junk food and watched Batman 66 all night. And the show really is so much fun. And I would really like to go back and watch it again. I just don't know if I have have it in me, Squeezer. I might, I could, I could watch Take a- to go to do a deep dive, Squeezer style deep dive rewatch of the 66 Bill Dozier Batman show. <clears throat> that would be a fun watch along. Yeah, but um, Kevin and pick an uh, episode. Kevin and Ralph are already doing that uh, on oh, Hollywood right. Babylon because he does a good. I can't do it, Adam West. Uh, hold on, let me think. Adam West. That's right. Bat. No, that's that's. Uh, I just don't have it tonight. I'll work on it. That's right. Chum. He's like very that. Uh, tomorrow and when the cape crusader that's very precise okay. I gotta, that's how I workshop I just <laughs> go go through cadence and say phrases that's right old chum but um, yeah it would be fun to watch but it was fun back then to watch and that was sleepover gold something like that to give you a reason like mom are you fucking kidding me we can't not have a fucking sleepover it's an all night marathon of Batman what the fuck do you expect us to do not sleepover god damn it (laughs) it's exactly how it played out (laughs) yeah I mean there was nights where um We'd stay at my friend Matt's in his basement, and it was fun. Those were like, you know, pretending we were uh, romancing. Like during the day, we'd be out fake ice skating on the ice, and that night we were romancing Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan uh, that's that winter mm-hmm. for the Olympics uh, with our wrestling buddies and taking uh, Tic Tac steroids. And my, his, my buddy Matt's dad, I don't know if he had an aversion to caffeine. He had a fridge full of gold cans of caffeine-free Coke. And we drank the shit out of that stuff. <laughs> like all the caffeine-free Coke you could drink. And we didn't have soda at my house, so I got down there. I was like gulping it down. Uh, but yeah, his basement was fun. He had the three-in-one tournament table. He had Genesis. And, you know, we could go down and play... Oh, sick. We could go down and play the, the Tick on my Super Nintendo. But when we're at Mads, we could stay up and play the Tick all night on his Genesis. Just as fun. <laughs> Here is Squeezer's next pick. I know a boy, his name is Zack. He loves to fit, he loves to stack. Yes, construction is his knack. He's Zack, the Lego maniac. He builds in the window, he's off the wall. He builds them big, he builds them small. In Lego land, he'll rock and roll. He's Lego wild out of control. Zack, Zack. Legoland King's Castle Airport Cosmic Fleet Voyager sold separately from Lego Systems. All right. That Stup- damn sack. Stupid Legos. Stupid Le... You go and ask Adrian what he thinks about stupid Legos. Oh, well. Adrian seems to be... Because this type. is what we... What's that? Cool? <laughs> yes. You know, I still have in the box my Lego NES because putting it together, I, I dread it. You know, I put it together for you. No, it's part of the fun, I've been told. What, putting it together? Yeah. Or 
holding it over my head while it sits there in a box. A little bit of both. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. <laughs> you get more pleasure over me suffering because I want to build that damn thing. <laughs> Maybe. <clears throat> um, but yeah, our, our, our sleepovers would consist of... It was, it was three things. Whoop. Get my mic. Uh, we heard. One, Rampage. Uh, attempting to beat that in a straight run through. And it would take all night. Um, two, uh, make up your own rules and make Monopoly just something completely ridiculous and over the top and usually ends up in a fight. And three, just Legos. And just build massive cities. Mm-hmm. And it would require multiple collections. And he had a lot and I had a lot. And we would carry, and this is a technique that I think is lost over time, old suitcases. Like the <laughs> kinds that you'd see in like old movie. Suitcases are Lego's best friends. Like a briefcase? Because now they're, no, no, like like a rolling suitcase. Or oh like, my God, you had that many? Case. Oh yeah, multiple suitcases. But mine was like, mine was like a, like a tweed, you know, like, uh, I guess it would be tweed, right? Like the like, elbows of a of a professor's like the, jacket. Like the one Forrest Gump had? Yes. Yes. Now imagine that, but full of Legos. <laughs> okay. Um, I believe I got the idea from my grandfather because he kept his Intellivision in a in a suitcase. Um, oh, it, it, was like ins- a mini, it was like a mini briefcase suitcase kind of, com- like kind of something like a suitcase you would carry like, like a 70s carry-on. Um, he kept his Intellivision in there. To be in like, the head of Little Squeezer. But it's fantastic because there's room for your plates in that little sleeve that's in the in the, the top of the bag. Of and then, I mean, <coughs> shit, all your Legos are right there. Right you there. Throw them all in, zip them up. You know, and if you're smart, you put them on a blanket. Then you just fold up the blanket, put that in your suitcase, and zip it up. And you're ready to go. Throw a butter knife in there for the small pieces you got to pry. Use your teeth for the rest. <laughs> I mean, I mean, sounds like a foolproof plan. A lot more thought went into it than probably should have, yeah. But yeah, you could do ma- like, like massive building projects. The problem is... Like, action figures, if you take some of your toys, right, and you go over to your friend's house, and he has his toys, you can write Andy on the bottom of it, right? Or at least you know which one is yours, just by nicks, cuts, scratches, teeth marks, whatever. Legos are a little more tricky. Mm -hmm. And there was definitely fallout from time to time over whose Legos were whose. And uh, there are some some sleepovers that ended. It got heated. Because of said, you know, not being able to identify each individual Lego part. Ah. Like whose is who, you mean? A little bit. Yeah. Yeah, Uh. we get ugly. Yeah. So it wasn't always the best thing. Or you just try to, you know, you build everything together but keep them separate. But it was fun because you'd take over, like, the entire basement. Sure. And just build your heart's content. And I know, I know you would just be thrilled about that, like just building an oversized monorail station. Unless you could destroy it now. 
What? I mean, not on purpose. I mean, eventually you have to take it apart, but... No, that would be like just build nonsense and then destroy it like you're a human Godzilla. Oh, you are a destroyer. <laughs> the destroyer of worlds. <laughs> no, that's like, you know, because... No, too much work goes into that. I mean, yeah, I would crash them, but you don't, you don't just destroy them. You got to blow them up in a cool kind of manner. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> or like, at least record it in the process. Get the old... Uh, VHS camcorder. Rate. Yeah. Well, that's fun. Legos yeah. in a suitcase. Yeah. Legos in the suitcase. That, my, my little tip to you all, if you, if you have... And it really makes me appreciate, uh, I, I, thanks to mom and dad, because when I look at, buy Legos for my kid now, and I'm like, holy shit, the, how much money in Legos, like, if you were to have a suitcase full of Legos and a suitcase full of $20 bills, the suitcase full of Legos is probably going to be worth more money. Probably. I mean, you could, that's, that's hyperbole, but it could be true with $1 bills, probably. Uh, perhaps, probably, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, or I can just make a a million dollar bill out of Legos. You got me. Mhm, mhm. Mm All right, now, uh, moving on to my next pick. There's no question in my mind that Ted DiBiase and IRS folks are out of control. They cheat to win the match. Then they get caught by the referee who reverses the decision. And Money Incorporated goes ballistic. More on that a little bit later. Because here we go with your SummerSlam report. At the Palace of Auburn Hills in suburban Detroit, Michigan, things are starting to heat up for the WWF Summertime Classic Monday night, August 30th. Last week, we found out that royalty will be on the line when the self-proclaimed king, Jerry Lawler, meets the king of the ring winner, Bret the Hitman Hart. Now this week, I've been informed that a apparently overly zealous Harvey Whippleman has signed a contract for his eight-foot-tall giant Gonzalez to meet... So, SummerSlam was always the one... I mean, this year, 93, they did a King of the Ring, but it was right as school was letting out. Mm -hmm. SummerSlam was the one pay-per-view of the year where you could have a sleepover because uh, on a Monday night uh, because there was no school the next day. School used to not start oh, till yeah. Labor Day. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, back then... Um, it started, uh, it started, or now, I mean, sorry, now it starts, I'm losing my mind. It's getting late. Uh, it starts later now, or earlier now. School starts, school's like almost year round, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like, it does feel like there's no summer anymore. Yeah. Uh, this was 93. Uh, I don't believe you were watching at the time. Uh, but I, no, nah, I was out. I still this, was. This was just the beginning of me being out. I was a big fan still, uh, and my buddy Matt came down. I still had a lot of Hasbros, but I, I was starting to replace, because Hasbros were expensive figures, even back then. 
I would like I had the um, tattoo the sumo wrestler from uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Playmates. He was my Yokozuna. Now, a big event happened on July 4th of this summer. Uh, it was the USS Intrepid uh, Try to Slam Yokozuna event in New York City on the, on the uh, uh, aircraft carrier, the USS Intrepid. And nobody, I was like, I watched the whole thing. And I'm like, no one's going to slam Yokozuna. He's a monster, massive bastard. All of a sudden, and it was right after he beat at, at uh, it was right after he beat Hulk Hogan for the world championship at King of the Ring 93. So, you know me, I was thinking that this guy was unstoppable. He beat Hulk Hogan. He won the belt. Now he's so big, no one's ever going to body slam him. Then comes Lex Luger off the helicopter, walks up, and he's a bad guy at this point. He's a narcissist, but he does a uh, face turn, gets off the helicopter, picks that fat bastard up, and slams him down. Oh, he got him. <laughs> uh, holy shit. Uh, then they sent Lex on the Lex Express tour across the country. And the only problem is Lex Luger has no personality. He, he can't be the next Hulk Hogan because he doesn't have the... Let me tell you something, brother personality. Uh, you know, he's like, I'm Lex Luger. I take steroids and I'm pissed now. It's <laughs> 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 my best Lex Luger. <laughs> That's actually, that might be your best one yet. <laughs> so, um, this was when they had, uh, 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 James Cornette, motherfucker, came up from Smoky Mountain. And he was like Yokozuna's mouthpiece, but he also brought in the Heavenly Bodies. They fought the Steiner Brothers for the tag belt. Uh, the match, the, the thing started with what my one of my favorite wrestlers at the time, Razor Ramon, he, after he turned face against uh, DiBiase, another one of my favorite wrestlers at the time, 1-2-3-Kid, was also involved. It was a lot of my favorite. Shawn Michaels fought Mr. Perfect for the IC belt back when the IC belt meant something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and an awesome match. IRS with one, two, three kid, a great match. Kid always wrestled great. Always kid. Sean, Mike, the, the click is my favorite. I love, I love everybody in the click. Uh, a diesel is my least favorite member of the click, but I love Sean Michaels, um, razor Ramon and one, two, three kid and X-Pac. Great. Then Bret Hart defeated Doink the Cat Clown and Jerry Lawler. Um, and then Jerry Lawler defeated Bret Hart by disqualification. Uh, it was weird. It was the the whole... I didn't like the Bret Hart-Jerry Lawler feud as a, as a kid because I'm like, Jerry Lawler's not a wrestler. He's an announcer. I didn't know his history as a wrestler at that point. I wasn't a, a wrestling uh, historian. There was no way to look it up. <laughs> it wasn't until I think I saw... Man on the Moon <laughs> that I knew Lawler's wrestling history. Uh, Ludwig Borga defeated Marty Jannetty <laughs> by submission. Marty Jannetty uh, was losing his uh, face singles turn after in, as Sean Marco's star was rising. Marty Jannetty's was falling. Uh, the Undertaker oh, the port had to fight Giant Gonzalez. Wrestle Giant Gonzalez. Probably The Undertaker's most miserable match ever. Uh, but John Gonzalez had Harvey Whippleman, uh, who, fun fact, Harvey Whippleman is, you know that story in Young Rock about the, the car with the crackhead in the back of it? Yeah. 
So that actually didn't take place in Bethlehem. It took place down in Memphis when Rock moved there with his dad, and he didn't have a place to he didn't have a place to live. So he lived with uh, Bruno Lawler, downtown Bruno, who was Harvey Whippleman. And Harvey helped him buy that car from the crackhead, and they found the crackhead in the back. So yeah, no shit. yeah, Harvey Whippleman. I, w- I was wondering where that came from. Like, there has to be some kind of history there. Like, it, it, it's too random of a story to just be made up, but also is a little over the top for it to happen that way. No, that's that's uh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's a hundred percent. Yeah, so Harvey Whippleman was like a mentor, and he was always there. The Rock just bought him in like a brand new. Um, pickup truck for for because because he's always he's a lifelong friend. Uh, so I just tell you that story. But Harvey Whippleman had Giant Gonzalez. Remember him? If you don't, his Hasbro figure is in my glass case in my office. You go look at him. Um, but any match with the Undertaker when I was a kid, I loved it. It was a rest in peace match too. It was pretty cool. Uh, then the Smoking Guns and Tatanka defeated Bam Bam Bigelow and the Head Shrinkers. Another Ted Shrinkers, uh, who were with Afa, who is part of the Young Rock show. There's a lot of Young Rock tie-ins there. <laughs> and then Lex Luger defeated Yokozuna by countout and didn't win the WWF Championship match. Uh, it was a good SummerSlam, but uh, Matt was there. We had um, I had my Hasbro ring and all my figures. We were able to order uh, Pizza Hut Thin Crust Pizza. Um, yeah yeah it was a good night uh sunny d was flowing oh pizza thin crust yeah that was that was only, my oh, mom would la- di da. well my mom wouldn't let us get the regular one she said it was too much pizza uh i i would i want to devour a pizza hut right just oh oh yeah sorry i just had a moment there yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to be anywhere near you right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I no. Do you need to? Do you yeah, need to get I'm, your big I'm... gulp and change your underwear? <laughs> <laughs> well, I just had a moment. I could really. Don't put those underwear in good. with your toothbrush. So, <laughs> I, I, I ran out to do a grocery pickup last night, and I was stopping to get gas there, and it, it's like the triangle of like fast food right there. There's a make. Normally, out of all of McDonald's, overpowers everything. But there's McDonald's, there is a Wendy's, there is an Applebee's, there is a Yakos, there is a KFC. Like it's a Yakos is a hot dog place, but it's there's a normally there's a Primo an amalgam of of odor. Hmm? There's a Primo hoagie tucked back there. Is it back there? Yeah, yeah, but that doesn't doesn't smell like anything. Not until you go in it. Well, yeah, but I'm pumping gas. Mm. This is over the fumes of gas that I'm smelling all this. Oh, yes. And normally, like, McDonald's, like, overpowers everything. But last night, Applebee's. Holy, I, I, I stood there, and I'm staring at the building like, I I might have to order something right now. That's, like, I don't um... know if they were just pumping it into the air, but it smelled. It, that's how long it's been since I ate out at any place or anything, like. Applebee's smelled like it, it was like calling out to me. Like, I feel I just, like uh, the best smelling fast food restaurants from the outside are Burger King. 
Like Burger yeah, King has Burger a, King, one hundred percent, yes. And and like a Red Robin. Yeah. Even though I don't like burgers I, or I, like really like Red Robin, like Red Robin, like I like Red Robin, but it's not like my favorite place. Like it's Red Robin smells fantastic from the Red outside. Red what? Red Robins. Thank you. Pluralized yes. that shit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, it was always a fun but, time. Summer Sam, uh, new generation. Each yeah, time. yeah. All right, Squeezer. Yeah. Have you come down? Did you smoke your cigarette after that? <sighs> no. <laughs> Are they still open? I'm... Applebee's? Yeah. It's 1.11 a.m. I doubt it. Uh, shit. Let me look. He's knocking on the window. You guys got any of that <laughs> Applebee's in there? Hello? <laughs> Hello? Would you guys you... smelled really good last night. Would you uh, like to build some hot wings? <laughs> Take a bite uh, of my nachos. No, no, nothing better than Applebee's takeout where like you, you get it and then you bring it home. And because everything is so fatty and steamy and soggy and it's, it's all in it's, plastic. It's all soggy. So yeah. It's just a big soggy pile of it, greasy mush. It's and, just mm. garbage. It it just goes right to the heart. It's 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 basically designed. You can put it right in a syringe. That romp appeal. Uh, the flavor injector. Uh, flavor injector. <laughs> yeah, you just you put your put your Applebee's cheeseburger right in your flavor injector. Jam it right in your heart. Push that plunger down. Get that cholesterol right in your system. Fuck your pancreas. Oh, boy. Assuming that's what a pancreas does. That's what I hear. All right, here is Squeezer's last pick for sleepovers. What's this? Ooh, this is a theme song. You might have played this. I I didn't have an Atari, but do you ever play Capture the Flag? Nope. Oh, okay. Uh, This seems like an advanced... Our Atari did not have sound that sounded this good. Oh. oh okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to upset you. Yeah, well, oh. you did. <laughs> um, my my fi- capture the flag or and any sleepover that resulted in outdoor games overtaking the entire neighborhood. Um, that's where it's at. Like all all boundaries were off. Property lines, fences meant nothing. Um, no matter where you were, like, it, the kids from the neighborhood all got together. Like, you, you took over the neighborhood. Hedgerows, fences, everything. Like, you, you had dividing lines, and it didn't matter if these were old people, or they didn't have kids, or they hated kids, or they didn't... There was always one neighbor who avoided it completely, because they might have a gun, or, like, they'd call the cops, and then all the fun was over. That was the guy that, when the ball goes in the yard, he would take it. Oh, what the hell? The kids behind us are in our yard all the time. I gave two flying fucks. Exactly. I, I, if anything, well, well, kids next to me are my kids' friends, so it's it's different. But I wish, like, you know, if the ball came over, one, I would mess with them. But eventually, I would give it back. But, yeah, we did have <laughs> that one neighbor that would keep all the balls. It's like, uh. oh, the ball's in my yard. It's mine now. Like what I did, like we were kicking a ball around in our yard, and it went in your yard. 
and now you take it. You are a dick, sir. A, a like, dick, what sir. What happens to people? Anyway, I digress. Well, so their yard was off limits for capture flag, but it it would divulge into like blocks, like like three, four blocks long, two blocks wide, like the entire neighborhood was fair game, and it didn't matter. Like you were in people's yards, in their gardens, whatever, and it was the most intense, the longest games of capture the flag. And usually, because the field of play was so big, uh, it was actually quite boring. I'm not going to lie. Most of the time was spent just sitting around in the dark looking for your other friends that were on the other team. Yeah. Me, personally, I didn't find that much excitement because, look, I wasn't always this size, but I was never fast. No. No, you don't have to awe me. So I was never the flag go-getter. But I, I was also never the most defensive person because I wasn't going to catch anyone. So as the game went on, you're like, oh, maybe they have our flag. I'd be that guy that would be sent back as close to our flag as possible to prevent the other team from either getting it or getting... Or vice versa, you know, you know, getting their our flag to their flag, kind of, you know what I mean? Yes, I know I, what you I, mean. I, I was, I, I was that kid. I spent a lot of time alone in the dark in my neighborhood. My friends played capture the flag without me, because I was on defense. You gotta play some way. Yeah. Um. I couldn't tell you where my plus minus was at on Capture the Flag. Um, I'm going to guess it was in the minuses. Um, it was a lot more fun when you got a little older and you could play paintball. And then I did play that defensive role because then I would go and just camp out by my flag. with like I, I, w I would sit like 20, 30 yards like in from it. So people would run past me, but I would like be hidden. And they get the flag, and as they turn around, boom, 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 I shoot them. It was fun. Mm. Um, but, yeah, that, so that kind of made up for it a bit. But and then we would add it up, too. The best was when they ripped up our street. Um, so we're, we're streeting the Italian Market. That's Fifth Street. That's, like, the main stretch that takes you into Allentown. Mm -hmm. They tore that up, and they were redoing it. And when they were redoing it, they ripped it all up, and they came across some cobblestones and some old trolley tracks, and it was like a whole thing. Like, they had to shut down. It's like, oh, it's a historical thing now. We got to, like, document this before we destroy you know, it, pave over it again and destroy it. Yeah. So because of that, that street was shut down for months, and people were pissed. As kids, we thought it was awesome because now we had fair – like, we, we ran rampant over the neighborhood and that was like the one street that would like slow you down mm -hmm. now it's our playground right um and that also became like the dividing line and you'd use it we'd use uh like those little flash flare thing like fireworks all ball rockets and you would start implementing fireworks in your capture the flag games that was always fun mm -hmm. um but yeah and then uh, uh 
Oh, yeah, I was going to end with the street getting closed down, and I tried to go into something else, but I'm out of material. All right, that means we move on to my last what? pick and what? wrap up the show. You what? didn't? Oh, of course, you didn't play Capture the Flag. No, never. We didn't have that many kids <laughs> in our neighborhood. It was me, my brother, my sister, my friend Matt, and his older sister, and that's pretty much it. That's a perfect game. Play, yeah, but we all didn't play, play together. Backyard. My brother didn't want anything to do with us. My sister occasionally wanted to hang around. Matt's sister didn't want anything to do with us. It was just mainly me and Matt. Well, your brother would have just sat there and ran comms. Like, he would have been, like, <laughs> on the radio. Like, oh, we have a flag here. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay. Now we're moving on. Here is my last pick to round out the show. Some naughty, naughty teenage boy stuff. By L. Ron Hubbard. Pick up a copy today, wherever paperbacks are sold. Hi, I'm Ron Desheer, host of USA Up All Night. And I'm Gilbert Gottfried, host of USA Up All Night. I'll show you lots of fun movies. I'll show you lots of fun movies. I do it Friday. I do it Saturday. We, we both, both do the same thing. Only different. USA Up All Night. The same, but different. I'm Gilbert Gottfried. Did you purposely leave the beginning of that clip on there? Oh, yeah. Nothing like a L. Ron Hubbard <laughs> Dianetics ad going into a, a softcore basic cable porn show. That was fantastic. That's yeah. good editing. Uh-huh. So uh, this was just to talk about what we do. So my, my buddy, Will, we'd get older. We'd stay at his house. He had a, a uh, Packard Bell PC, and he had, you know, just dial-up internet. And he had this, he had this big yellow book, like the yellow internet, World Wide Web yellow pages or something like that. And we were like looking up like pornography essentially. But the only thing that was available was um, playboy.com. And you could just download graphics like like a a JPEG, a low res one too, of a naked Mm -hmm. woman. And we'd sit there for like two, three hours that this thing was done downloading line by line <laughs> by line <laughs> and just goof off, like drink soda, fuck around, watch up, have up all night on like silk stockings or a bad movie on and wait for this one porno picture to finish downloading. Um, there We just like, as you get older, like we just ride our bikes around I remember one time we went back to the Texaco and my friend was like smoking cigarettes. Like, well, I didn't smoke, but he was like, oh, I wonder if that guy will buy him. And it was like a bum or something. And I was like, I'll ask him. I go, hey, will you buy a friend cigarettes? He goes, what's in it for me? I'm like, you getting to help a kid smoke cigarettes? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, all right, as long Good. as I keep the change. And I literally gave him like $5. Will give me five bucks. I go, here. And it was like $4.86. That's like an Aaron Sorkin answer. (laughs) (laughs) It was my little... This guy could have stabbed me. I was just a fucking arrogant dickhole. Uh, You you were back then, yeah. (laughs) Not at all now. Nope. So across the street, now there's like a giant target there. But before that wasn't there, Squeezer. It was an L-shaped shopping center. At the end was an IGA grocery store. There was Bob's Bake Shop. Um, there was like a drink place. There was Atilio's. There was 
a at one point a Woolworth back there. There's at one point a wall to wall sound back there. There's at one point a a thrift drug which became Eckerd drug which became Rite Aid which moved into an incendiary offsite building to the side there which is surprisingly still there. Hmm. Um, and then there was a few other stores that went into the Weiss that which is also still there. The anchors. It was anchored by two grocery stores, a Weiss and a uh, IGA, and we'd ride back there. I remember we bought a case of, uh, from the IGA, those little Hugs juice barrels. Oh, those are our favorite. Yeah, you bite in those like a vampire. Yeah, there, there was, we, we saw them there. They had root beer flavor, and I never saw a root beer flavor uh, Hugs juice barrels before. They had like the fo- foil tops, and they were shaped like a plastic barrel, and it was filled with basically sugar water. But it was like a brown and it was root beer. It was just root beer and that wasn't carbonated, essentially. Uh, so we shoved this case of them into a backpack and we were right. It was fucking heavy as, <coughs> as fuck. Uh, you know, but we we just and we and when he'd stay over, we'd go back and my my buddy Will would get like a two liter of a treat cream soda. Um we'd get like Pepsi Big Slams. It's just I have all these all these rat like like random memories of just nights over and it, it involved a lot of i don't know what what it was like we it, it gave us some sense of ownership and like grown up feeling of being grown up like going and buying your own shit mm-hmm. like we bought like cedar mothballs from the ecker drug and rubbing alcohol and we thought we were going to make like 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 set them on dip them in there and set them on fire and they're just gonna it didn't work oh, like yeah. that it didn't it did they wouldn't burn yeah. But we thought they would, so we'd be back at my old little league field, Grenlon, and like setting, like trying to set these on fire. And the alcohol really wouldn't light. It wasn't. <laughs> I couldn't figure out why. Uh, and you know, you'd, you'd find the girl who'd sell you matches and lighters. And citronella, you know, kids. Citronella. Citronella. Yeah, wax or uh, something with like an oil in it does way better than rubbing alcohol. Um. You know, that first time you, you buy condoms and you don't even know what to do with them. You just like, you're like, hey, I got condoms. <laughs> like, these are, I never had to worry about that. These are the things you do together when you're kids. You don't even know what you're, you're, you're doing with it. <laughs> but you're just like, you, you have condoms. Just in case, you know, just in case that the girl you won't even make eye contact with suddenly wants to sleep with you. <laughs> <laughs> what you were doing that I probably I probably would have had a panic attack if that was the case, but nonetheless, I was ready with the rubbers. <laughs> you know, it was just your friends like, oh, you should try and buy condoms. What? No, I'm not gonna do that. What? Come on, you gotta try it. You go up like all embarrassed because the 17 year old girl and she rings it up and doesn't even notice what you're buying. Or she picks it up and looks at it and stares at you. And you're like 15 shades of red. Uh, nope. <laughs> Do not know. <laughs> I guess you didn't have as big of you weren't as big of idiots as me and my friends were. Uh, no, I would. I I thought they were scary. Ah. I might get pregnant if I touch one. <laughs> I wasn't very good in health class. I'm sorry. I can't. Ah, well, that's it, Squeeze. That's that's all my sleepover tales. 
that I have to tell. Yeah, I thought I, when I first saw that, I thought it'd be more exciting. And then I realized my sleepover is just like everyone else's. Um, for the most part, in hindsight, very mundane. Yeah, they were fun in the moment, but looking back, They're, it's hard to think yes. of what made them so special. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you what. They're special to me. And I have a lot, a lot of fond memories of all my little, like, little ones. that Little tiny blips of it that I remember. But if I were to just come on here and start talking about all those, like, uh, all right. Great. So you guys just sat around and talked shit all night. You know, stuff like that. Like... It's a very, it is a very personal thing, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know. I think there's like what we talked about. It's pretty much cross-platform all abroad. Like, it's a, a majority of people, at least, you know, did the the junk food runs or fuck the people, wrestling pay-per-views, mm-hmm. uh, TV mar- TV marathons, video game rentals, yeah, from video games, yeah, yeah. That that's the big stuff, yeah. you know. But it, it's also a very personal kind of, you know, it's a it's a uh, what what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, You're trying to wrap some sort of uh, philosophical bow. bow on this, and I don't think you need to. No, I'll let you, I'll let you do it. <laughs> no, I, I don't need to either. <laughs> I, I could, I could, whoa. Oh, there so. you go. That yeah. was a hell of a bow. I could wrap a bow <laughs> in the episode by saying, luckily this week we got no mean reviews about me because we got no mean reviews at all. But if you'd like to review and rate the podcast, it's the best way to help us out. Go and shoot us a review and a rating and then email me and tell me you did it and maybe I'll send you some free swag. Um, or maybe I'll tell you how much I stayed up crying because of your mean post. I don't know. It depends on the post. Uh, we'll be back next week. I think we, we're back on a more normal-ish schedule of shows next week. It's not... Um, like, this was a high-concept show, and this is always fun. But next week is March, and we're talking everything from 1991, I believe. Squeezer. We got five shows. Oh, yes. Next week and the following week should be a lot of fun. And you're not going to want to miss it because uh, we're doing deep dives into the year 1991, starting with TV in 1991. So, I mean, if you're looking for some boring deep dives into the TV schedules of 1991, tune in next week. The following week is favorite movies of 1991. Then the next week is video games we loved in 1991. Then toys we loved in 1991. Then junk food we loved in 1991. And then April 7th, it's Listener's Choice. Tune in and tell us, or tune in to hear us talk about what you told us to talk about. So tell, email us at squeezeratradios.com or rkratradios.com and give us your ideas. Uh, and that's it. I'm all done with saying things. Squeezer, you got anything? Uh, still, nope. wa- still want to pontificate on your deeper meeting of, of uh, sleepovers? Uh, no, I, I just want to go have some Applebee's. <laughs> All right, Applebee's, uh, fortify your walls because Squeeze is coming. He doesn't care that you're closed. <laughs> uh, we'll be back next week with more Radio's Podcast. I'm RK. I'm Squeezer. See ya.